0: Next step, that's one 639 8783 Or text next step to 53342. New York call the 24-7 Hope Line at one Hope 8 Hope or text Hope and Y 467369. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs
1: shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our
2: power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best,
0: it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window.
2: What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
3: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1-per-month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer.
2: Welcome back, Roy.
0: Thank you. Glad to be back. I'm always available for you three.
3: Our
2: very first cinephobe
3: guest ever. Yes. Was it? No, it was Stugatz. Wasn't it? Stugatz. Was it? Stug- Wasn't it? Well, Mesdames and messieurs,
1: <laughs> welcome to Cinephobe.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Stugatz. Stugatz with the, uh, the action classic Tango and Cash. Yeah. Was the first guest that Actually, no. Was the first guest the guy from Gotti? That doesn't count.
2: Sammy the Bull. I mean, that was like a bonus episode, Patreon. Stugatz, we got him for a segment. That's a good point because I don't have him in the spreadsheet here, so I'm going to add him into that because he obviously files... <laughs>
0: tango and cash i don't remember the episode i'm pretty sure he filed tango
3: and cash roy was the first full Roy went
0: the distance he threw a complete game
3: now we're back with passenger 57 another wesley snipes vehicle
2: yes just wesley movies for roy i (laughs) I mean what's next
0: to wong fu oh
2: does that qualify i think it just doesn't
0: no no that's disappointing
2: i've been seeing this more and more lately guys where we have one review from 2021 that fucks everything up (laughs) it's at 41 percent really and the most recent review is august 18th 2021 positive putting it over the limit so literally wow 13 days ago i'm sick of this shit onto your game it's fucked up
0: no that's that's what they're doing if i had more creativity i'd find a different way than using Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic. Yeah, Metacritic. Yeah, uh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's the score on IMDb and a meta score. Oh, IMDb gives us enough issues with just classifying movies. Yes, because I read <laughs> I read what it's classified as, and then Amin and May's like, "What the fuck are you talking about, you idiot?" It's this. And I'm like, I'm just reading it off of IMDb. I didn't put it on IMDb. That's not me. Well, what did they call this one? Well. <laughs> So glad you asked, Roy.
3: I could not imagine spending three hours on something that I didn't like after 10 minutes. You don't like it. You are a weird individual to keep watching. What are you (laughs) nuts? You dedicated a week of your life to dislike something? Get a hobby, knit something, go for a walk.
0: Previously on Cinephobe.
2: How am I supposed to go back to the me before all this pain?
0: Excuse me. We're new in town and we've never had sex before. Would you give us a hand?
3: I would have rather seen his cock. Hattaway Bobby!
1: This
0: episode in this movie... You bet your sweet ass I saw a lawnmower, man. Oh,
3: Teddy.
0: I'll call some guys from my neck of the woods. We're not talking, Brooke, about a couple of queens
2: who know a few grapples. We're talking about Polawks that don't have a goddamn future.
3: You have a stupid heart and a stupid brain. Regular
0: Einstein. You think I'm a coward? You're wrong. I'm not a coward. You're the coward. I'm not a coward. I love cocaine. I do it all the time.
3: I'm sorry you guys, I don't mean fag like homosexual, I mean fag like retard
0: I got nukes shooting out of my dick right now, I've got so many nukes
3: Dick them. I mean look at this buffet of ass Mouth to dildo, dildo ass, ass to ass Hi Brant, anal bees I'm the goddamn talent, Baze. Look, Gene, I've never told anyone this before
1: My head!
3: But I can suck my own dick, and I do it a lot. 1038. This movie is
0: shit. You don't know shit. Holy, Holy shit, bro. Oh, I had the same note,
3: too. And I swear to God, both of you guys are the biggest fucking liars in the world.
0: Had it, had it, You should have saved this for the train.
3: Alright, au revoir, Luban. Lisa, Solid. Oh I well, mean, why don't you just be like a regular person and dream about regular regular threesomes? Like clones. Give me some soul kisses, baby! Hey, beautiful oh dang.
2: Oh! Oh, my nose. I can't indulge this comparison to a person that mean may or may not know in a movie that has nothing to do
3: with this podcast. That's some 20th century shit, bitch. We will tangle ass. Say hi to your mother for me. And you will lose. What's the end game? Okay, now everyone's dead. What is fucking Spence from Ballers? Who cares what the end game is? Garbage I
1: am proud. McCavity!
0: <laughs> Welcome to CinePhobe, the podcast where we break down the movies you're afraid to admit you love. I'm Zach Harper, that's Amin Al Hassan, that's Anthony Mays patreon.com slash count the dings we've got all your exclusive patreon not just cinephobe content but count the dings content throughout the internets all of our bonus episodes our game shows we got some glossary thing that i don't really understand coming up pretty soon that we have to record so make sure you hit patreon.com slash count the dings get every bit of cinephobe action if you have a review review it. it needs to be five stars on rot- or not on Rotten Tomatoes, what? five stars on Apple Podcasts. Put a five star on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, what? fuck these people. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, <laughs> I'm sick of their system. It's driving me crazy. That
3: was the original title for the podcast. Was fuck, fuck Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, I thought it was fuck these people. It's not fuck these people. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the movie. <laughs> if it's Teddy Rex, yes, it's fuck these people. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a submission. Submit it just needs to be 40% or lower on Rotten Tomatoes for the audience or the critic's score. We are joined by Roy Bellamy of The Levitard Show with Stu Gatz, Levitard and Friends Network, the famous producer, Roy. Thank you for joining us. It's your, I believe, your second time on the show. You're a veteran of this. You get the show. You're able to ascertain better than just about anybody in the world. Welcome back. (laughs) Thank you. I'm um, uh,
3: the future replacement for Amino Hassan. I appreciate oh, being God, on it, God. Uh, yet again. Future
1: replacement. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just keep auditioning,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just like, hey, we should get Roy on again. Uh, you know, not not no reason to I mean, Just we just think Roy should you know be in the mix
3: <laughs> next week. Juju Gotti.
0: Oh, Amin, you dropped from the call. That's so weird. Oh, no. Oh! (laughs) I guess Royce here. He can carry it. It'll be my pleasure. Same note too, bro. Same note too, bro! (laughs) September is Wesley Snipes month. Amin had the first pick and selected the ABC TV movie, (laughs) Future Sport. Oh, man. Look, (laughs) hey. I'm super excited for this episode, man. I know.
3: As of recording, we still haven't listened to the two episodes yet, so... Pins and needles.
0: That's all I could say. As of this recording, it comes out tomorrow. It's time for my pick, and I selected the 1992 action crime thriller passenger 57 action thriller yeah they left out crime for whatever reason
3: can there be an action movie where there are no crimes committed oh criminals in there i mean you would think that there would be
2: if there's <laughs> anybody that dies no well death can be non-criminal not in an action movie why not someone could die of cancer yes <laughs> action-packed cancer
3: death
0: it could be a sports movie like football movie that's action you got some action in there
3: yeah sports movie we've done sports movies right what have we done Future sports.
0: Yeah, we just do future <laughs>
3: sports. a lot of crimes in that movie. The Great White Hype. There's a crime in that
0: one. The fan. Crime. There are a lot of yeah. crimes in the fan. Future cinephile, best of the best. No crimes in that movie.
3: That movie is a crime.
0: What? It's a crime that it got made. <laughs> it's on Netflix. I watched it last week. First time in probably 30 years that I watched it. Let me tell you early preview of that episode file. Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts, Roy. Eric Roberts is, I feel like he should be on the cinephobe artwork. He hasn't even been on the show yet. (laughs) Hell yeah. Neither has Amy Schumer. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, that's not a qualifier. Passenger 57 stars Wesley Snipes, a repeat offender from The Fan, Money Train, and Future Sport. I wish I knew how to quit you. He stars as John Cutter, and my goodness, 1992, Wesley Snipes was popping. 91, he had New Jack City and Jungle Fever. 92, he has this movie, The Water Dance, and White Men Can't Jump. In 93, he has Boiling Point, Rising Sun, Demolition Man, and Sugar Hill. That is a run. He's busy. Water Dance, though, that's probably the least known of the, uh, of the what, eight that you said there? Yeah, I, I don't think I've heard of Water Dance. I don't really know what that was, but... Is he dancing or what? <laughs> I think there's some water involved.
2: A film about struggling to deal with paralysis
0: what oh so there's no dancing then
3: that's the i can act
0: author joel garcia breaks his neck while hiking and finds himself in a rehabilitation center with raymond an exaggerating ladies man and bloss a racist biker there you go oh man eric stoltz helen hunt wesley snipes
3: oh so he's not the titular character no. supporting
0: this movie also stars bruce payne as charles rain max's brother <laughs> <laughs> he was in Getaway, Highlander, Endgame, and a lot of movies that sound like Nick Cage or John Travolta movies but aren't. Rekill, Age of Kill, mm. Vendetta, mm. Asylum. And Nemesis. Wow.
3: Wow. Steven Seagal movies. It's
0: weird that it never happened for Bruce Payne, you know? I like him. He's great in
2: this
3: movie. What? Is he? Oh. Isn't oh. he? <laughs> dance, monsieur. Welcome to Cinephobe.
0: He's in the early running for acting his ass off of me.
3: Off? Off. What? Uh, I'm with you. I'm with this you. This is about to be the weirdest two America show we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, our
0: two
2: Americans are very
3: oddly divided here. A Cinephobe divided.
0: <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley is in this movie. She'll go on to star in Dangerous Ground, Austin Powers 1 and 2, Ed TV, Bedazzled, and 14 episodes of Gossip Girl.
3: Anyone who was in Ed TV has to feel like shit, right? Why? Because, like, that movie came out the exact same time as Truman Show, and oh, nobody yeah. remembers Ed uh, TV, yeah. and that's everyone remembers tough. Truman Show. Who was in EdTV?
2: McConaughey. Oh, that's right. McConaughey month is coming. It will happen.
0: Oh, I can't wait for that. I'm listening to his audiobook, Mike Ryan. Text me out of the blue saying, you've got to listen to this. It's life-changing.
2: Is it a new one? Yeah, it's a new one. It's pretty good. Is it called Green Lights? Yes. Okay, have you heard that speech? What speech? His green light speech that inspired this
0: book. No, I have not. So, in this time when people are going to move on, the economy is going to be in shambles for who knows how long. There is a green light on the other side
2: of this red light that we're in right now.
0: I mean, that's not wrong. It's not And he says it
2: in such a charismatic way that you have to believe it because he's Matthew McConaughey. Of course. Yeah, I'm sure there's a green light down the road, but
0: I'm at this red light. I'm at this red light right now.
2: But just think about the green light that's coming though, Ray. Because it's coming.
3: But a lot of times you get through it, and by the time you get to that green light, it's turned red already. And now I'm at another red light. But
2: guess what? There's another green light coming after that, I mean. Yeah, but what about the yellow light? Oh, fuck the yellow light. He doesn't address
0: the yellow lights. <laughs> Let me just tell you people, by the way, yellow lights, go through them. Yeah, just go through the yellow light? <laughs> yes, go through them. Quit stopping at a yellow light. Drives me crazy. You have so much time as that thing turns red to keep going through. Not The cars don't automatically end up in the intersection coming the other way. Zach, we're trying to grow our listener base,
2: not kill them off. Yeah. So maybe keep your driving advice to yourself.
0: Speak for yourself. <laughs> also, you got to keep in mind the uh, cars are turning left in this situation. No, nope. you got to look out for them or they got to look out for you. Just go.
3: Sometime in mid-September, the listener base for Cinefoam <laughs> <laughs> <Xenophon laughs> precipitously dropped. dropped. No, no, we can't. We can't. Quite trace why. Just like
0: voters <laughs> in Florida trying to vote for DeSantis. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Curious how that worked out. Topical. Thoughts and prayers. We also get Tom Sizemore from Point Break, True Romance, Striking Distance, Heat, Saving Private Ryan, and Paparazzi. Love Tom Sizemore.
3: It's crazy. He was the shit Hollywood actor, like character actor, whatever. And then Drogas. <laughs> Drugs? In the Ronald McDonald?
0: It wasn't just the drugs. It was the issue he had with his... What? Grows
3: so large that it actually hurts him. I can't believe I'm Googling Tom Sizemore penis right now.
0: (laughs) If you gave me a hundred things to guess that you would Google during this episode, all 100 would have been Tom Sizemore penis. Well, that's why you need Roy Bellamy as a guest more often. There you go. That's why (laughs) we need you as the (laughs) co-host. We also get... Alex Datcher from an episode of Perry Mason, an episode of Hanging with Mr. Cooper, an episode of The Sinbad Show, and five episodes of 18 Wheels of Justice. Who is this woman? I don't know. I thought she would be bigger.
3: 18 Wheels of Justice. <laughs> 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 is that a judge who drives a truck?
0: <laughs> Michael Cates is an agent for the Justice Department. His assignment was to infiltrate the organization of Jacob Calder, a deadly and vicious crime boss. He saw Calder kill his mistress. Calder was brought to trial and convicted. Wow! Where do the eighteen wheels come from? Poses as Chance Bowman, a trucker, yes. and drive all around.
2: <laughs> uh, there it is. Should have been called undercover trucker.
0: Ah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. All right. Yes.
0: We also get. Bruce Greenwood from Double Jeopardy and iRobot. Oh, yeah.
2: He played John F. Kennedy in 13 Days. And for whatever reason, I think he looks a lot like John F. Kennedy. But when you put the picture side by side, he doesn't
0: totally. Not at all. Passenger 57 directed by Kevin Hooks. who Directed an insane number of TV movies. Strictly business. Not to be confused with risky business. This one stars Tommy Davidson and Halle Berry, future cinephobe Fled, and an episode of just about every TV show over the last 25 years.
2: He was the star of The White Shadow. Oh, yeah. He was the basketball player. He wasn't the White Shadow, though. Yeah, so he's not really the star. The White Shadow was the coach, and he was the star player. Yes.
3: That's Mark Stein's favorite TV show, by the way.
0: Even after all these episodes, all these shows. And that's because he's old.
2: Fled is Lawrence Fishburne and Stephen Baldwin as escaped convicts, and he also directed future cinephobe Black Dog, Which stars Patrick Swayze as an undercover trucker.
1: Yes,
0: yes. (laughs) In one of the most forced, ah, he said it, moments, fled. There's a moment where Stephen Baldwin yells to Lawrence Fishburne, come on, we got a fled in the movie. I saw it in the theater. So instead of flee, Yeah. He says, we got a fled. Wow. It's amazing. It's not good. It is a real dog shit movie. I mean, it's... (laughs) It's exceptionally bad.
3: <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne month.
2: Director Kevin Hooks' dad, Robert Hooks, is also in
3: this movie. Guys, Tom Sizemore, man. Boy, this guy's got some problematic stuff happening.
0: Well, yeah, he's yeah, he's a lot of problems.
3: These are consecutive headlines on Google. Like the whole Heidi Fleiss thing? In a row, on the first page of Google, when I Googled Tom Sizemore penis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tom Sizemore
3: was told to leave 2003 movie set after 11-year-old actress told her mother he had touched her genitals, according to multiple cast and... And dot, dot, dot. Next story. The story of Tom Sizemore and his fake penis. Actor Tom Sizemore has been jailed for failing a drug test with a fake penis. Next story. Ex-addict Tom Sizemore begged Jack Nicholson for $10 million. Exclusive actor Tom Sizemore tells how he hit rock bottom. Addicted. Next story. Actor Tom Sizemore charged with domestic abuse.
0: But nothing about his penis ailment. Three writing credits on this movie go to Stuart Raphael. Look what I can do. Dan Gordon and David Lockery. Stewart gets story credit. You know him from writing Ice Pirates, Tammy and the T Rex, starring Denise Richards and Paul Walker, Mac and Me, Survival Island, and Bad Girl Island, starring James Brolin and Antonio Sabato Jr.
2: Wow, Mac and Me. Huh? Tammy and the T Rex is another one that got bumped out of Cinephobe range due to a recent review. It looks great. But Mac and Me is firmly in place in Cinephobe eligibility. Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, already shot that one down. Really? I was
0: gonna make it happen, and I mean. Amin- Canceled it. You know, the thing with uh, Paul Rudd going on the Conan O'Brien show is yes. he always yes. plays a scene from Mac and Me. Whenever they talk about the movie that he's in, instead of the clip from the movie, they play the scene from Mac and Me where the guy in the wheelchair falls off the cliff. And then all of a sudden you see <laughs> Mac, you know, like pops up from a bush or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, look, it's a hilarious movie. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like given the other two bad movie podcast institutions. Have thoroughly fished those waters. Two? Well, I guess Mystery Science Theater isn't a podcast. Yeah, it's a TV show. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, Mystery Science Theater is the reason why I was like, I can't, I could never do this.
0: That's another reason why I don't want to do The Room. You don't want to do Sloppy Seconds, huh? Yeah. No Sloppy Seconds for you?
3: It's not just sloppy. I mean, it's like iconically sloppy seconds, right? can't do The Room because they made a whole movie. That was my nickname in college. Iconically Sloppy Seconds? Yeah. (laughs) Were you the sloppy second, or were you- little from column A, a little from column B. The Room, not only can you not do it because it's been done before, but they made a movie making fun of that movie. The Disaster Artist. That's pretty good. It's, it is really good. It's hilarious. But what are we going to do, man? Were you just going to come to us and listen to probably many of the same jokes? No.
0: Coward. Dan Gordon gets story and screenplay credits. He wrote over 30 episodes of Highway to Heaven. Surf Ninjas, White Earp, The Hurricane, and Rambo Last Blood. (laughs) Last Blood. Rambo Last Blood, (laughs) one of the most racist movies I've ever seen. Yes, it absolutely is.
3: Is that the one that just came out?
0: Just came out. And Stugatz always says, you think that's going to be the last drop of blood for Rambo? There's no way. (laughs) No. There's no way. No way. There's still more Mexicans for rambo to kill That's jesus right. christ david locker gets screenplay credit he wrote star trek five the final frontier the three musketeers lakeview terrace and he's a repeat offender for writing money train i wish i knew how to quit you wow so
2: roy only does david lowry movies Yep. Yeah. <laughs> see you on the next episode that roy is on the three musketeers with charlie sheen Kiefer sutherland and chris o'donnell oh
0: jesus christ oh, does that man. qualify
3: as well as he snaps in that <laughs> He's the fourth musketeer.
0: He's like the Winston Zenmore of the the musketeers. He gets there late. (laughs) Synopsis for passenger 57. An airline security expert must take action when he finds himself trapped on a passenger jet when terrorists seize control of it. Yeah. Tagline. He's an ex-cop with a bad mouth, a bad attitude, and a bad seat. For the terrace on flight 163, he's very bad
3: news. I don't know if any of that is true. Do you really have a bad mouth? It was a bad seat, man. It was in the back. It was next to that chatty cat. No, he had
0: a window seat. He didn't have a neighbor. That's a great seat. No, the flight attendant placed her there. He didn't have a bad mouth either. He had a bad attitude.
2: I don't even think he had a bad attitude. No,
0: he did. Please check on me. I need an aspirin. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't like flying.
2: Though. He has perfectly good reason to be the way that he is
0: oh
3: my wife got murdered like that's all he talks about just dead wife bad attitude maybe with a positive attitude bad attitude maybe you get over it
0: 15 million dollar estimated budget grossed 44 million u.s and worldwide oh i had 66 really it was enough of a hit
2: to launch wesley into his action career that he had going forward
0: stardom before we jump into this movie and you listen to the rest of this podcast passenger 57 is a rental but I bought it for eight dollars.
2: My first note: Zach is gonna buy this movie because it's only
0: seven ninety <laughs> nine.
1: <laughs>
0: Future callback. <laughs> Passenger fifty seven <laughs> receives twenty four percent from critics on twenty five reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and thirty eight percent from the audience on over fifty thousand ratings. It double qualifies. Amin, would you
3: like the positive or the negative reviews? last half full kind of guy. Zach, give me the positive. Wow, everybody's
2: just thinking about the negative. Well, I think the, the glass is half full. Everybody thinks it's half
0: empty. David Nusser of Real Film Reviews, a briskly-paced yet undeniably dated thriller that's been jam-packed with exciting, memorable action set pieces. Willie Waffle of wafflemovies.com, action-packed with a great hero. Michael Daquina,
1: Movie
3: Report. Three out of five. Doesn't even have time to write a review, huh? No,
0: the rest of the positive reviews
2: were <laughs> just like three out of five, three out of
3: five, four out of five. That was it. C plus. How do you spell Michael Dequina?
2: It's D-E-Q-U-I-N-A. He's on Twitter. He's on Twitter. I'm following him on Twitter. You follow him? Are you? Yeah. Aren't you? Well, the a xenophobe. His last tweet is retweeting LeBron. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> Film reviewer since 1990. That's what he has in his bio. Odds and ends guy. Slash sometimes ghostwriter for various films. I already hate him. There's no way he's ghostwritten for various films. There's no way.
0: Ghostwriter. User Jonathan R. Three and a half out of five stars. A good early 90s action movie. Snipes plays a great role in this. It's short and to the point and a good bit of cheesy entertainment should that be what you're looking for?
3: Wait, is Mike D'Antoni really in with LeBron? Maybe. What do you mean in with LeBron? What? LeBron's following him. Wesley Snipes follows him. Hold what? on. <laughs> Wesley Snipes follows him. What? <laughs> Wait,
0: whatever. <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart follows me.
3: Jared Dudley follows him.
0: Oh, that's nice. Okay, now you got to ask Jared Dudley.
3: Michael B. Jordan. What? Dwight Howard. Rich Paul. What
0: the hell? He's got an in in the NBA, man.
3: Justin Tinsley?
0: And Barack Obama.
3: Barack Obama? What's going on here? He's black. I'm looking at a picture of him. He's black. Well, now I mean, loves him. No, I don't, because I've been calling him racist for all of his reviews all this time. Then you're an Uncle Tom!
0: This changes everything, huh? Walk out on me. What are you doing sitting there? You look like Whitey. You look like a couple of goddamn Uncle Toms. Walk on out! That's right. Get up and move. You should lynch me, lynch me, lynch me for what my people have done to your people. User Jack O, four out of five stars. Now this one is not well written. I've had my interest in 90s action films in about a decade ago since I was planning on looking upon those old 90s years ago. And I found out recently that Wesley Snipes starred in comedy films before he became an action star. That would have to be Passenger 57. I've heard of him years back when I was a kid, even in those films distributed by Warner Brothers. John Cutter, played by Wesley Snipes, is an ex-cop flying to Los Angeles to start his new job working for the anti-terrorism unit of a major airline. However, Charles Rain, known as the Rain of Terror, played by Bruce Payne and terrorist who is on the flight, too, being transported by the FBI. After Rain's accomplices kill the FBI agents and free him, Cutter realizes the entire flight is in danger the help of flight attendant Marty Slayton, Cutter has to capture Rain and free the passengers. I enjoyed this movie, even for what it is. This is sort of a diehard ripoff, even though it's taken on the plane, even when it's not in the airport. This is a cheesy action film with good fight scenes. The old lady mistakes Wesley Snipes with Arsenio Hall because, you know, she watched the Arsenio Hall show all the time. It has the sexy Elizabeth Hurley, Tom Sizemore, and of course, it has the most memorable line that Snipes ever be presented. And he, quote, always bet on black. Of course, for what Passenger 57 is, it's enjoyable. Bruce Payne steals the film, and the action is good, but it's cheesy. It's an enjoyably good cheesy popcorn action flick.
2: Well, our work here is done, boys. Thanks for <laughs> listening to the podcast. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> yep, thanks, Roy.
3: Oh, Michael Dequina's Instagram. He's got a post. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: The rest of this podcast is just going to be a mean stalking Michael Daquina. <laughs> Quote,
3: I'm honored that you're interested in my work. Unquote, Chad Bozeman. In his first email to me days after we met in 2012. The words have been haunting me. It's all in the phrasing, not the expected slash typical grateful, thankful, happy, or even flattered, honored, and not for supporting, liking, or even watching his work, merely being interested. Then I think back to the final time we saw each other, and I can't think of a better term for what he was expressing to me, honor. Are you fucking shitting me? And then his caption is literally what the post was. He just reiterates it and then throws a shit to the hashtags.
0: That's a real look-at-me-Louis situation
3: over Chadwick Boseman's death.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, how many posts does Michael Dekina
2: have on Instagram?
3: Only 4,444.
2: Good Lord.
3: 4,444. Four, four, four. Who's posting that much? He has twice as many wow. posts as he has followers.
0: Wow. Wow. Blank user. Four out of five stars. If you are into old-school action movies... This is a good one. All right. Old school, huh? User Karsh D, three out of five stars. Plane gets hijacked, but as luck would have it, Wesley Snipes is on board to kick ass. Relax and enjoy. That wasn't very Karsh. (laughs) User Ian R, three out of five stars. Snipes. Hey, Charlie, ever play roulette? Charlie, on occasion. Snipes, here's a little advice. Always been on black. Ha ha. Movie might be a bit corny and not as good as my childhood memory, but I'll always consider it a Wesley Snipes classic. It also stars a young Elizabeth Hurley, and a non methed out Tom Sizemore. Ooh. It's a rough qualifier now, yeah. User A of V, four out of five stars. After watching nonstop, I felt like re-watching some great flight films. There should be more films with Wesley Snipes in them. Well, I think there's a lot of films with Wesley Snipes in them. How does nonstop make someone want to watch flight films?
3: Have you seen Nonstop? That's the one there's a terrorist on board or whatever, taken on a plane.
0: No,
2: the one with the terrorist on board is Passenger 57.
3: Right. No, no, there's one where, like, the terrorist on board, they don't know who it is, right?
0: That is Nonstop, yeah. And spoiler alert, it becomes a 9 11 truther movie about halfway through. And then two more user reviews Nicholas C, three out of five stars. Wesley Snipes will kick your ass. And user Scott M, three out of five stars. Always bet on black. Negative reviews. Stop
2: being a pessimist.
0: This tank is not half full. It's half empty. Vanessa Letts of The Spectator. Yes, Letts. It is a disaster, and the film is in no way thrilling. (laughs) Adam Mars Jones of The Independent. The film that Passenger 57 would like to be when it grows up is Die Hard. Not most people's idea of a grown-up film in the first place.
3: the fuck does that mean? Fuck you,
0: guy. Who doesn't like Die Hard? That's weird. James O'Healy of Movie Gurus.
3: O'Healy now.
0: I was waiting for you to do one of these. He's deep into Michael DeKina's yeah. stocking right now. So, yeah,
3: he's going to be out for another 10 minutes. And this guy really seems to be very intertwined with the whole Spring Hill world. I'm just going to say that. Watching Snipes beat up Elizabeth Hurley isn't exactly what I was expecting from an against all odds type action movie.
2: 21st century, man. Ma'am, That's
3: what you took out of this movie? It's at the end of the movie. She had a gun in her hand. What was he supposed to do? Talk about the patriarchy? Widget Walls of needcoffee.com. Widget with you, Walls.
0: If cheesy dialogue and bad action are your cup of tea, then go to go to go to go to. Huh?
2: Is that like the Shakespearean go to go to?
3: No. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought it was go first. No, 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 no. I think they're trying to quote the movie and they've fucked it up royally. It's gotta go, gotta go. That's when he kicks a dude in the avionics through the door. Go to go to. Oh. Jesus
0: user Jake C two and a half out of five stars. If you tap the plane on the 57 bloody hell breaks loose. How does that mean? I got trivia on that later. Oh, okay. User Rahul M two out of five stars passenger 57 starring Wesley Snipes was quite a forgettable and mundane film. The plot was simplistic and the dialogue was extremely cringeworthy. Despite all its faults, the film had quite a few great action sequences for its time. But I wish that more were featured on the plane. For a film that is called Passenger 57, a surprisingly huge chunk of that runtime is set outside of the plane.
2: All right, this is it. I'm done with these critics who get pissed (laughs) off that only part of the movie is in Jamaica. Only part of the movie is in Vegas. They're only on the plane some of the time. Shut the fuck up.
0: That's got to make the new intro. Yes. Uh, user, user blank. One and a half out of five stars. Very <laughs> cliched film. Over the top 90s action cheese fest. Die hard rip off. I imagine a new intro. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> user Graham W. One out of five stars. Probably the worst hijack movie ever. Snipes is totally unbelievable. And the plot is equally incredulous. <laughs> oh, my friend. Ever heard of a little film called Money Plane? (laughs) Uh, User Tanner B. One out of five. Tanner B. (laughs) reviewing.
3: Tanner B. One out of five. Passenger
0: 57, 1992, C minus, 84 minutes, question mark, question mark, D, colon, Kevin Hooks, Wesley Snipes, laughably stupid action picture about skilled cop snipes taking on terrorists and escaped convict who takes control of airplane and demands large sum of money or something like that the desperately routine storyline is so dumb it actually becomes somewhat hard to follow as it protrudes on never believable and ill-conceived from the word go in sort colon a real yawn in sort zach i need you to start doing this now because he
2: said something completely wrong that never happened he never demanded money or something like that he never demanded money <laughs> never was did zach
3: do that review? you some shit super reviewer jamie c two out of
0: five Another early 90s action flick that will never be remembered. So predictable, lazy acting, cringeworthy humor that was not really needed. The action was okay in parts, but nothing special. Apart from the Blade film, Snipes never hit the heights of Stallone or Schwarzenegger in the action genre. And this film proves that he is an afterthought and the black version of Van Damme. God damn. I mean, is that racist? Mike
3: Dekina thinks it's all right. Then you're an awful child! Humor was spelled with a U. Oh. Oh
2: my God, he's British? Yeah. Oh, he's a sophisticated aristocrat. Oh, Canadian?
3: It's from over there.
0: Or an Aussie. Oh, he's from India. Two more user reviews. Charles P., one out of five. The dialogue sounds lifted from the action cliche glossary. The scenarios are beyond preposterous, and the action is plain bad. And then user Harry S., half star out of Oh,
3: Shave that, Harry S.
0: Harry S.? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this film was so, so lame. Not the lamest <laughs> film, but nearly there. An English terrorist?
3: Right. Dare I say it, Zach? I think he just... Fell for the old Barry Macaughaner. Wouldn't say I fell for shit.
2: Fellas, the sport of business means demanding excellence from your craft and wardrobe. Your fits need to be versatile, blending timeless style and comforts so that you look as good as you feel. For that, there's Cuts Clothing. They've taken a classic men's fashion staple, the plain tee, and refined it, combining premium quality with a minimalist aesthetic. I love them so much. I've got a Cuts tee for every day of the week. Built for performance in the boardroom, the bar, or the gym, Cuts clothing keeps you sharp wherever the game takes you. Cuts is premium with a purpose. Each piece of clothing is designed with custom engineered fabric, expertly graded for the perfect fit, arming you for every challenge and opportunity. Consider the new Cuts hoodie, where they developed Hyperloop French Terry fabric, a textile that's temperature controlled and ageless. I love my Cuts hoodie. I wear it all the time. You'll never need to take it off, and you certainly won't want to. Or try the wrinkle-free Pika Polo, a design that keeps you fitted for the office, the golf course, at home, the gym, or your next hot date. <laughs> not just a lifestyle. It's not just clothing. It's office leisure apparel for the sport of business. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com/dink. That's cutsclothing.com. Slash dink, D-I-N-G, for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing.
0: Amin, what's your first note?
3: Oh, this is one of the most glorious first notes. 20th century bitch. Cassette tapes and a big-ass cologne bottle going through the x-ray? That's right. That's how we used to fly.
0: Yeah, wait. wait. You only pack cassette tapes and a bottle of cologne? Big-ass bottle cologne. Eight ounces.
2: That's why Amin will never forget... 9-11 9-11 is because now he can't bring his cologne on planes
0: and my cassettes opening credits are in the style of an x-ray machine at the airport i love it i think that's clever
2: the song is kind of good and it's just a slow zoom in on his eye oh piercing blue and now another shot of his eye my first note was
0: uh slapping the bass. <laughs> 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 a movie that's 80 minutes long and the first three are just credits i mean they really get through this thing Charles Rain is on an operating chair, and a doctor comes in, brings a hand mirror. Mr. Rain, would you like one more look at your face before we proceed? I never look in the past. In the past. Is that a yes, by the way? That didn't answer the question. I think that's a no. He doesn't want the anesthesia, says no thank you.
2: There will be no pain. Oh, the doctor is attaching a second ass to his torso. That's what this surgery is. (laughs) (laughs)
0: What?
3: How dare you? Uh, Roughly the same note, (laughs) too, (laughs) Maze.
1: Roughly.
0: cops are pulling up to a building doctor checks the clock rain watches him check the clock the shittiest SWAT van it is just a white van yeah. with someone wrote in sharpie "SWAT" on the
3: side of <laughs> and they get out by the way they have zero protection zero short sleeve shirts and the smallest guns ever like i don't think those are the guns you hold with two hands yeah it's a one hand gun there guy
0: the fbi agent says be very careful this is charles rain we're dealing with and he is an early ass on candidate this guy can't not act for shit
3: ooh jaws rain ooh (laughs) this fbi guy (laughs) looks like costanza with hair and like hdh because he'd been working out like an in-shape haired costanza
0: he's in plastic surgery on the third floor he keeps changing his face if they blow this they won't get another chance
3: i love that you know who else
0: changed his face Gabriel Shear from Swordfish. Oh. Also, Spaghetti Lasagna changed his face. <laughs>
3: from Smoking Ace. Does this mean this is a repeat <laughs> offender? The face change surgery?
0: I'm in. Yes. If the bridge keeps coming back, yes, absolutely. <laughs> rain stops him from using the scalpel asks what time it is it's 12 rain gets out of the chair grabs the doctor slits his throat and the FBI come charging in one door as he runs out the other
3: why? how did he know? he's the ultimate terrorist the doctor tipped them off is that what the implication is?
0: by looking at the clock yeah because the doctor kept checking the clock yeah oh now what if the doctor was just nervous when it comes to
3: time? it comes to like a face transplant oh man the dude doesn't even want to do anesthesia they were in like a meeting room
0: there was nothing sterile about that room no fbi gets out of the elevator just wildly fires at him in a crowd of doctors yeah <laughs> he runs away i wrote he kind of looks like fish and chips matthew mcconaughey you mean haggis Mary crumpet <laughs> this is just like money train over here with the shooting and by the way yeah just wildly so maybe roy only comes out for movies where they're just wildly <laughs> shooting the crowds too <laughs> He runs and jumps out the third floor window onto a cafe umbrella. How do you survive
2: that? That pop-up tent does not break his fall at all.
3: Boys, action month is back.
0: <laughs> he doesn't even limp. No, nah, he's good. He just goes into a
3: full sprint and the way he gets apprehended tells you everything cuz he gets hit by a car, rolls over the hood, mm-hmm. and were it not for that truck carrying the water bottles, he was about to roll right on his feet and keep running. But why was he afraid of the water bottles? The water made him slip and then he started cowering, yes.
0: Yeah, he was like started cowering like a like
3: a car was going to hit him. Yeah.
0: He was running through the streets like Carl Weathers, too. He was
3: booking it. Strong, strong Action Jackson vibes. Absolutely.
0: Now we're on to the set of Money Plane. (laughs) Marty is checking on some passengers and John Cutter is there.
3: And Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character from Boys in the Hood is sitting in the back row. I don't know if you saw (laughs) the guy with the flat top and the yellow and black shirt. Trey's back there.
2: I did see that guy and I did hesitate for a second and think, is that Cuba Gooding Jr.? (laughs) Racist. Ah, <laughs> these lines are firmly drawn in this two Americas. <laughs>
1: yes, yes.
0: <they> are. <laughs> he gets up from his seat, pulls a gun, and grabs Marty. Do as he says, and nobody gets hurt. Give the keys to the flight deck. They're moving nice and slow. And then she kicks him in the shin. She hits him in the stomach, and a passenger grabs the gun. And everyone stops, and they applaud. Pre nine eleven says to turn off the camera. May I ask what you were doing there? I was improvising on your security techniques. That's cute. That's
3: real cute. If this had been a real gun. That little Angie Dickinson bullshit you just pulled. Reference. You would have got your head blown off. And you would endanger the lives of all the other passengers.
1: I was trying to save lives.
3: Wesley Snipes, all-time mustache. Oh, yeah. he's always got great mustaches. Yeah, good goatee.
0: Yeah, all-time mustache. It's not Carl Weathers, but it's fantastic.
3: Well, I mean, Carl Weathers has a mustache. But Wesley gives you different mustache looks.
0: Yeah, he'll give you like a soul patch a little bit. He'll give you some, yeah, the goatee Roy. He'll do a little bit of everything. Go thin, go
3: thick. He's versatile. The next time a man holds a gun to your head on a crowded plane,
1: you follow instructions. You do exactly what he tells you to do. Do you understand?
0: Sex as much? Only a man can hold a gun to your head. Felt like that was very 1990s. I mean, that's proven later in the movie, though.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: This is why I gave up my afternoon so some former security specialist can tell me how to obey a hijacker. Let
3: me tell you something. First of all, I'm not a former anything. Second of all, I like what I do. I get the chance to meet people like you.
2: Hold on, couple things. First of all, you see, the thing is, what's funny is, Wesley talks like a man.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Wait, hold on. Wait a second. Wait, first. <laughs> 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 what do you say? Well, first of all, man,
2: you're the king of this shit. I have to edit you. No. Me? Hundreds of times.
0: Yes. First of all, second of all, first of all, second of all.
3: <laughs> Wait, no, first of all, I don't do that. Second of all, I would not <laughs> say Charles Barkley is the king of that. Also. First of all, kitty. And second of all, second of all, Jack. Also, I got a note here. That Tom Sizemore looks like Stugatz. Oh. It's kind of racist, but I like it. Like, I'm telling you. No. From the nose up, bottom of the face, not so much. But the eyes and the hair, that's Stugatz, man.
0: See, this just add a variable. There's an added variable right here. Half of a face. You probably convinced me.
3: Yeah. There you go. Just, like, put your hand over the rest of his face. You got Stugatz. What? He's a lot closer to Stugatz than George Clooney. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> Sizemore <laughs> says there's a lot to think about. Class dismissed. They'll hijack them again next week. We get a walk and talks position with Cutter and Sizemore. John says he's glad he threw some business his way, but it doesn't give him the right to interfere with his class.
2: Will you look around? This is an airline training facility. This is not the Secret Service. Just
0: calm down. What she did was wrong. Period. Wesley Snipes loves to yell out period. That's a staple. Period. Could let her know that without blowing your cool. She kind of reminds me of Lisa looks nothing like Lisa. Uh, So she looks like her, so she reminds me of her. Oh look like. Sizemore wants him to come back. Wesley isn't interested. Can't tell Sizemore that teaching techniques to flight attendants the rest of his life is what he wants to do. It's a job, Sly. I like it. He keeps talking himself into this job. Trying to convince himself.
3: Don't want to do it. Sly says, I don't want to be so good looking, but we both got to deal with the hand we ever dealt with. And I said,
2: (laughs) Bantam. And I said, acting his ass off. Oh, Sizemore's yes. acted his ass off.
0: Sizemore's as great in this. Sizemore, always. Cutter wants his check. Give it a rest, Sly no you give it a rest this isn't about a job this is about you nobody knows better than i do how much lisa meant to you but stop blaming yourself get off the sidelines and back into the game lunch tomorrow with someone named ramsey hope you'll be there the pharaoh not the. <laughs> oh we're in prison with
3: rain he's being escorted <laughs> to his cell and he's getting catcalled. whoa look how pretty that white girl is what's her name <laughs> disembodied voice strikes again I love it, man. Every fucking time. It's great. I will laugh. I will laugh every time.
0: I don't think it was better than Cocktail, though, with just the poetry drop-ins.
3: Make me one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He walks into his cell. Attorney Phillips is in there with him. They're going to take him to Los Angeles. Rain says it'll happen quickly. Notify my people. They'll know what to do. California has a death penalty. It's a progressive state. I'll have to visit it sometime. Why does he talk like
3: that? Why does he talk like that? Because he's a sophisticated aristocrat. Oh.
0: <laughs> Phillips says they have witnesses that can prove he's been responsible for two airline bombings in the past year. He says, I'm responsible for twice that amount. So four? Four airplane bombings. <laughs> All right. Congratulations. It's not like someone said you've killed thousands. Try doubling it. Four. <laughs> Mostly, you can hope for is an insanity claim for him given his childhood history he should be able to make that stick and then Rain slams the head on the table and fish hooks him never
1: mention my childhood have I made myself clear yeah. it is the nature of man to confuse genius with insanity Rain is not insane.
3: Charles,
1: Rain is not insane. Charles, Rain is not
3: as fully on as this man goes into extreme poppy talk exposition here cut to a steamy
0: snipe shirtless in his home it's raining burning incense we've got black and white flashbacks
3: and guys you know we've always had the action guitar sting but passenger 57 brings us right back into those early 1990s where we had action saxophone or as i like to call it action sax
2: (laughs) action saxon
0: hey he and lisa are shopping at a convenience store man in a trench coat comes in pulls a gun on the cashier and says merry Merry christmas motherfucker open the register give me the money that robber made me laugh the entire time pass (laughs) Off, Complete yes. ass off. Assless. Yes. Complete ass
3: off. Every line he said was hilarious. I'm not talking about hilarious in a movie standpoint. I'm talking about if I were one of the customers in the store, I'd giggle a little. Like, this guy's funny. <laughs> Definitely channeling Samuel L. Jackson in Coming to America.
0: He absolutely is. Put the motherfucker guard down. <laughs> Cutter's working a speed bag. He pulls a gun. The guy shoots at him. Robert grabs Lisa.
1: Get the fuck back out. Blow this bitch's head off right now. Get back! Get the fuck back! Put the gun down! Put the fucking
0: gun down! He puts the gun down, More Speed bag. I'm not gonna try to stop you, man. You shouldn't have tried to stop me in the first time.
2: Meanwhile, Lisa, looking completely unperturbed, blank-faced ass fully on <laughs> fine ass is fully on
0: then we hear a gunshot which means either he killed lisa or idris elbus looking at the moon
2: it's off camera because their acting was so bad they didn't even want to show it to us
0: yeah snipes then shot the guy roundhouse kicks a heavy bag and he's checking on lisa she's dead more on that
3: later by the way Maze. the acting being so bad when someone gets shot yeah <laughs>
0: Snipes drives up to lunch. He's suited up. Mr. Delvecchio said John might not be coming. Mr. Delvecchio was wrong.
3: Action sacks as we pull up to lunch, by the way.
0: Cutter says that 27 airlines have been hijacked in the last three years. Almost every commercial airline in the world. 27? Airline hijacking facts. All except one. Israelis have never
3: been fucked with. They never let them on the plane. False, by the way. <laughs> there was a hijacking in 1968. I looked it up. Well, he said in the last three years, I mean. he says the only ones that they have never been hijacked. Sly
0: says John is the best he's ever worked with. There's an annual meeting with stockholders next week in Los Angeles. He'd like to fly him out there, introduce him as their new vice president.
2: Sizemore initiates a
0: cheers, but he's the only one drinking booze. He wasn't acting either. We're at the airport. Sly is seeing John off. The airport has a fountain? The airport's nice as fuck. I thought it was Nakatomi
3: Plaza for a second. It's like nobody in Hollywood ever flew before 9-11. You watch that, you realize there's no flying experience like this. First of all, he walks through the security arches, it beeps. So now you have to walk back to the arches to go back to the original position. It's supposed to beep when you go back in that way. Then you take off your stuff. Then it doesn't beep. But no.
0: No, but he already took it off. He already took it
3: off. But then it beeped again when he came through.
0: No, but hold on. Don't buckle. Sly asked him, you got to teach me how to do that. He knows what he's doing I mean, He made that happen so she'd check him. Yep. That go one of that.
3: No disrespect to the TSA. It's a very honorable profession. Here we go. Most of the time I go to the TSA. Everyone is super friendly and helpful. But y'all know, look, if you're listening to this podcast and you work at TSA, you know the deal, man. Ain't no fine ass TSA agents. Never. Have any of you ever seen a TSA agent? I've seen
0: a fine TSA agent. Where? Where? where Kokomo
3: (laughs) Minneapolis maybe no way Minneapolis no way stop see
0: now I know your lies well I'm trying (laughs) to think where I've flown out of the most and and like Minneapolis would be one of those places I've definitely seen fine ass
3: TSA agents like he was gorgeous (laughs) fine ass also female agents never pat down males and vice versa back then maybe no not even back then no back then oh, oh come on okay now you got to tell me wait till you frisk my dick
0: also where is he flying out of is he in miami is this supposed is he supposed to be in miami no that's not miami but that is florida but that is not Miami.
2: it's somewhere in florida it's probably orlando because they did shoot scenes there
3: it's a black thing you wouldn't understand a black thing i understand black things you know that's what i admire about you Carter. even though you are being hit on by an absolutely beautiful woman you are determined to maintain your vow of chastity. You know, you'd make a hell of a Republican. You know, it is not necessary for you to walk me all the way to the plane. That's the least I can do. You know, we're brothers. You're my brother. There's a mini montage of what a plane looks like.
0: Yeah, why? Why,
2: why do they do that? There's a lot of this in this movie. This movie's 80 minutes, and they fill quite a bit. This movie is trying to teach us what it's like to fly on a plane.
0: Yes. In case you've never have before in 1992. He says, don't give me that sad-ass puppy dog look.
2: Not giving you that one. I'm giving you the grateful, deeply moved, Italian-American, religiously inspired look,
0: okay? There's a difference. He's only taking the job to make Sly's life miserable. And there is so much banter in this scene. There is an airport banter (laughs) overload.
2: Every scene with Wesley and Sizemore is just rat-a-tat like this back and forth.
0: Sly has a surprise for him. No surprises. What is it? Lips are sealed. When he gets to Los Angeles, you better call him. He wants to hear about this one. And we get a shot of dollar store Steven Seagal. What
3: was the surprise?
0: The surprise
2: is that it's the flight attendant from the train.
3: Oh. Because
2: he sees her in the background,
0: but we don't see what he's looking at. Gotcha. Wesley does not figure this out, though.
3: No, never. <laughs> nope. At no point.
0: Charles Rain gets brought to the tarmac. He makes eye contact with a worker. Oh. The
3: worker's very suspicious. Action movie staple. Bad guys always have to make eye contact with their co conspirators who are in disguise. Mm hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Gotta stop for a second and then they gotta nod. <laughs> and someone said, hey, why are you nodding at him? Huh? No reason. Cutter
0: gets on the plane. Liz Hurley's a flight attendant. Marty's a flight attendant. And Rain takes his seat with the FBI agents.
3: They're flying this dude first class?
0: First class, man. Can I slum it in the coach? Are you kidding me? Dollar Store Seagal is Mr. Forget. Forget. It's French. (laughs) It's a ponytail (laughs) and a turquoise earring. Dollars to go. And there's this dumbass kid named Norman who I fucking hate. I was hoping this kid would get clipped. That's on my note. Zach has to hate this kid. Oh, I hate him.
3: Are there children named Norman? No!
0: 20th century, bitch. (laughs) He gets a nod from Mr. Forger, And I thought, easy maze. Liz Hurley asks if there's truth to the rumor that men in Los Angeles actually talk without cue cards. They do, but whether or not they have anything to say is another matter. Banter, 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 or tension between Liz Hurley and Oh wait, wait, well, hold on, oh, sorry. hold on, man, you gotta wait just one little bit of exchange sorry, here. Sorry. I got excited. Of course you did. They introduced <laughs> themselves, and Liz says something about being flattered by one of your peers. Love the accent, too. Been trying to lose it for years. <laughs> Makes me sound gold and heartless. Actually, now that you mention it, I always trust your first impression. I have a feeling it's going to be a very interesting flight. I certainly hope so. Tension, question mark, question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> There's only one moment in the movie where I felt like Liz Hurley was into Charles Rain. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then other than that, I really thought she was just going to, like, try to bang Marty.
2: Well, I had a question because they're both British is she his little sister that they talk about? What? It's never
3: explained. Wait,
2: different hair color.
3: They talk about him having a little sister.
2: Yeah, no. Oh,
0: Zach. Wait, what? When? When do they talk about him having a sister? Forge about it, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Marty's doing a head count. Norman, the dumbass kid, does the finger guns at Charles Rain. Rain pretends to die, and the kid goes to do it again, and Rain does the double finger guns, and you see the handcuffs, and it freaks that little shit out. (laughs) Agent says to behave himself. You won't get any toys in prison. I never had any toys.
2: My father believed they warped my sense of value.
0: Is your father still alive? Died. Violently. This is a terrible question no one would ask it like that uh, i don't know
2: about that it's clearly just setting up for him to say that he killed his dad is your father still alive this fbi agent hasn't read the report
0: for real no or he has he has and he's trying to get him to like lose his cool you know oh you mean your dead dad i
3: mean he could have said it like that <laughs> also tension with the kid what you guys did catch that when he finger guns him yeah no really you thought he wanted to fuck the kid yeah i thought he was
0: flirting with him no he's just showing like i'm an evil guy in handcuffs the
3: double guns which by the way featured a lot of middle finger to it like i've done finger guns all the time I don't think my middle finger is that pronounced
2: you've me. done finger guns all the time <laughs> i mean he's no
3: mick foley his cat is jack that's true i mean that was a white wrestler yeah i know I, he's the one of the guys that try to get me fired like I know who the fuck he is. Oh, that's true. oh yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, so oh cool. I walk
3: around with with a shirt and a tie with no sleeves on. That, that's a good gimmick. He talks to a sock puppet. Get the fuck out of here. Man.
0: Marty does the count. She gets to 57 and it's John Cutter. Ah! She almost said it. Yeah. He's reading the Art of War, which is a movie he would be Reference. in eight years later. Future callback. Hey. Liz asks Rain and the agents if they need anything. And champagne.
2: Perfume going in. Sewage coming
3: out. He's a fucking terrorist criminal being transported to, like, serve multiple life sentences, perhaps even the death penalty. And they're sitting them in first class drinking champagne? No, they declined the champagne.
0: I mean, Robert De Niro did the same thing with Charles Grodin in Midnight Run. And De Niro was a bounty hunter on that one. Midnight Run, that's a great point. Midnight Run was a comedy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a comedy, yeah. All right. Let me see what IMDb has it as. Probably a crime comedy. Crime romance comedy. A comedy caper. It is an action comedy crime. Yeah, <laughs> There it is. Agent says he just found his next ex-wife. That right there, by the way, is when I said... Oh, this motherfucker is going to be the first one to die. Oh, he
2: (laughs) McBained himself with that
0: one? Yes, he did. A boat named Live Forever? I've got one day left. They're about (laughs) to take off. John is ringing the attendant bell over and over.
2: You can ring my bell.
0: Nope. Ring my My bell. bell. Ding dong ding. Liz (laughs) asks who needs assistance this early. Marty says, John Cutter. (laughs) Security specialist with the airline. Security? I feel safe already.
2: This is where we get all that footage
0: of What a plane taking off looks like. Norman's mom asks if the man in handcuffs is dangerous. Norman says if he tries to do something bad, I'll shoot him. What if he shoots back? I also have a secret decoder ring that protects you from bullets and spiders, but I left it at home. I guess you're shit out of luck then, aren't you, Norman? you little fuck. Bullets
2: mm-hmm. and
0: spiders.
2: Two most common threats.
0: Yes, yes.
2: Or oh, crack a cracker jack box.
0: Also, remember Dakota rings?
2: Just like Moot rings. That's a huge 20 CB thing. Yeah,
0: Roy, I feel like Dakota rings used to be in every box of cereal, and I don't really know what they were supposed to decode.
2: But wasn't it that they weren't in every box of cereal and you tried to get multiple boxes of cereal to get the Dakota
3: ring? No, no, no. It was in every box of cereal. Now it's time for any secret message for you members of the secret circle. Remember, kids, only members of any secret circle can decode any secret message.
1: I was getting closer now. The tension was terrible. No. What was it? The fate of the planet may hang in the balance. No! Andy's almost there.
3: My fingers flew. My mind was a steel trap. Every pore vibrated.
1: It was almost clear. Yes, 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 yes. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine? A crummy commercial?
0: Son of a... Norman gives her an ugly ass smile in exchange for an orange soda. (laughs) I hate this kid, dude. I hate him. I was hoping he'd catch a stray or something in the shootout. Mm He (laughs) got her kids up, asks Marty for aspirin. They're going back and forth. He says he's not all that comfortable on planes. He calls her a stewardess. Oh, she corrects him.
2: Flight attendant, dick.
3: Yo, by the way, so did the mom. She called a stewardess uh, and I was like 20th century bitch. <laughs> Shout out to Marty. Marty! Marty comes back with the 21st century ma'am talking about it's a flight attendant. <laughs> it reminded the way she said flight attendant it reminded me of Spanish in old school. Uh, 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 uh. It's like you work at Red Lobster that's part time, dick. <laughs> By the way, acting her ass
0: on. On. Firmly on. Oh, completely bitched yeah. on. Marty. Like she had to do some real improvement to get five episodes of 18 wheels of justice
3: yeah i would think so it took her a long time to get back by the way is this banter where he's talking about he doesn't like flying whenever something
0: moves faster than i I can walk i just as soon be behind the wheel now who would have guessed that you're a control freak it's not banter and it's not flirting it's bad exposition that's what it is yes
3: yes you think he actually doesn't like flying i think he's flirting he's trying to holler
0: nah no maybe telling her to just constantly check on him yeah He's, you know, maybe maybe it's He's flirting, flirting man. it's bad it's bad flirting like he has no game right <laughs> fine ass liz takes dinner and drink orders no champagne i'll have the chicken how
2: appropriate i'll have the steak keep the champagne on ice we'll celebrate later
0: marty brings mrs edwards a frequent air traveler to sit next to john marty told her all about him she volunteered it's a real honor to meet you Take this flight once a month. I have grandchildren Van eyes. Once a month? You're flying cross-country once a month?
2: Grandparent life. Living off of that social security. And she rambles right into some LA geography exposition. Uh, but hell, Los Angeles is so spread out, who's to know where it begins and ends and what's inside and outside? Don't you agree?
3: Same note too, old lady. Also, this actress's name is Duchess Tomasello. Wow, what a
0: name. Wow. What? Duchess Bio.
3: Tomasello. A for you, isn't she, made
0: filing the name oh okay wait till i tell everyone i sat next to you on the plane and i watch your show all the time my show never miss it woo 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 I just love when you do those jokes about things that make you go, hmm. Reference Twenty CB. Reference. <laughs> Who's more racist, Mrs. Edwards or the lady next to Bullseye on the plane in Daredevil? Oh, lady next to Bullseye for sure.
2: Lady next to Bullseye. They're both racist though.
0: She's super racist though. There are degrees of racism oh, yeah. in, in this situation.
2: <laughs> I mean, this lady's racist in the way that it means racist and ignorant. He just confuses. Two people of the same skin color. Mm-hmm. Whereas the lady next to Bullseye is using demeaning language and not necessarily fond of other types. The
0: blacks. Who's to say? Two eats his, eat his own. Okay, Ethan. <laughs> Liz, <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm just asking questions. Liz calls down to the shitty worker. Needs special service in first class in five minutes. He'll send it right up and he pulls out a briefcase. Mrs. Edwards says she loved it when he told off Madonna. Who is she to tell you how to wear your hair? Yeah. He needs to go to the bathroom. He'll be in there a long time. That's when Rain asked the agent for the time. That's his tell. You got somewhere to go? That's when Liz Hurley comes up. How would you like your sirloin, sir? Bloody. You don't really cook those on a plane. No. They just kind of come. Yeah. yeah, they come
2: pre-made. That is 100% just a setup. She's only coming up to him. She skips
0: everybody else to bring him his food
3: first. Bad service. Everyone else had the chicken. <laughs>
0: Like out of an airplane. Blows out a gun, shoots the agents. Kid unexplicably still lives.
2: When she shoots the first agent, the other guy in the background already has a bullet hole and blood on his face. Ooh, continuity issue.
3: Yes, you see the guy already bloody with the bullet hole as he's looked terrified as she's turning towards him. The second picture is... She's got her eyes closed while she's shooting. She's an expert terrorist. I mean, not even a muzzle flash. No, no. Her eyes are (laughs) firmly shut, but it's not a real gun. So why would Elizabeth Hurley shut her eyes when firing this fake gun?
0: Crane goes into the cockpit.
2: There's not even a lock on the cockpit? Nah, there wasn't. Man.
3: Actually, pre-9-11, it w- there was no locks on the cockpit. That's
2: just insane. Maybe that would stop the 27 terrorist attacks <laughs> on every
3: airline. Maybe, Mays, but do you want to pay for these locks? All right, yeah. Now, what are we going to do? Charge every passenger for like the stowaway luggage? You want us to do that, huh? The price of fuel, though,
0: has already skyrocketed these tickets up. I mean- Locks
3: are probably like twenty nine cents per. Mace, Mace, Mace. Roy, Roy. Hold on, hold on. What do you want to do? Okay, so I guess we'll just stop serving food in the back cabin, huh? Uh, that that'll that'll fix everything. That'll fix all our problems. Hey, you know what? You know what we'll start doing? We'll charge more for like window and aisle seats. <laughs> yeah, that'll fix all of our problems. You guys live in a fantasy world. Locks on the doors. Are you kidding me? Also, also the woman coming out of the bathroom. Right as the acting grass on. Oh my god. god. She's screaming before uh, she's even come out. Maybe she heard gunshots. <laughs> she opens the door uh, and shaking her hands and stuff. And I'm like, hey, wouldn't you stay? Why are you come out? Stay yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> we should just hide and cower. She's like, ah, and then Elizabeth Hurley pushes the shit out of her into the door and I laugh. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Who's in charge? I am Blam. shoots the pilot. I left again. Who's in charge? You, you are. are excellent. Shooting a
2: gun in front of the plane's windshield—dangerous game.
0: There are some wild gunshot decisions in this movie.
2: I actually looked it up, and if you just shoot a hole through. The metal part of the plane, it wouldn't be that bad. So that's not that crazy. But if you shoot out a window, which they do later, it does pose a bigger problem. But there's definitely a good chance that bullet goes right through the pilot's head. Right. Shatters that window. Plane's going down.
0: But also, spoiler alert for for later, the good thing about airplane physics is that once you kick a terrorist out of the the door that's been ripped off, the pressure normalizes and you won't get sucked out
3: of the plane. Yeah, and it really got a lot calmer after that, right? I yeah, it got way calmer.
2: Yeah. Well, the pressure is off. The terrorist is off the plane, so there's no more pressure.
0: Touché. Guns have been passed out to the crew. Rain announces on the PA the weapons his staff have are real. He's prepared to do whatever is necessary in order to achieve his goal. Interfere and you'll be shot. Cutter is peering through the bathroom door, wants to get the phone. He thinks this is Sly's surprise for him.
3: Yeah, for first of all. (laughs) Hilarious, Sly. (laughs) Put a terrorist on my plane. But how does a terrorist walking down the aisle not see a bathroom door continuously swing open and swing closed?
0: He sees it. He just ignores it. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, when he jumps out to get the phone and he's, like, hiding behind the wall, that thing's just flapping out there. Yeah. I call this henchman Big Perm. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Big
0: Worm. Snipes puts the card in the phone. 20th century bitch.
2: But then he detaches it.
0: Yeah. There's a cordless Uh plane phone. Mm -hmm. You he get his card back? He never gets his card back.
3: He just leaves it in there. That charge is still running to this day. Yeah, to this day. That's why he needed a raise at the end. was was fucking phone charge. While he's dialing the number, he says to himself, first Arsenio, then this shit. <laughs> and I said, I, I think you might have some measuring scale issues there as far as what constitutes a bad day. <laughs>
0: yeah, it kind of escalated. He's calling for Sly. I don't know how to spell his name. D-E-L Vecchio. Hijackers walk is walking to the bathroom, puts the phone down so Sly can hear him. Terrorist tells him to get back to his seat, and John... Acts hysterical, giving Sly all the hijack's position he needs. You!
1: Back to the seat, now! Oh, please! I don't want to die! Please don't shoot me! I don't want to die! I said! No! No! Are the the heaven. Oh, they're
2: taking over the plane!
0: Snipes, acting his ass off, pretending to be scared here. Yes. Cutter attacks him, gets the gun, dunks him in the blue toilet chemicals. Mmm, airplane toilet swirly. Asks him how many. Holds the terrorist hostage, and Rain has Marty, and Liz has her gun. We got a real showdown. Says, I'll kill your friend here. Rain says, I have no friends. Liz explains, it's Cutter, airline security. Mr. Cutter, I'm sure your superiors would not like you to do anything rash and risk the lives of all these wonderful people. He drops Marty off to Liz and he grabs a passenger. Airline personnel assume a certain risk. It's part of the job, but these passengers they are so innocent.
3: The weirdest ginger we've had since Problem Child.
0: <laughs> the guy? Douglas?
3: Douglas, yeah. Just a weird looking ginger.
2: Ah, uh, Doug. Just like Problem Child, not a
0: ginger. What? What? He's not redhead, huh? Dude had red hair. Did he
3: have freckles?
0: Oh. Well, he was wearing makeup. Right, exactly. Yeah, he's got a... It's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Solved that one, boys.
1: We did it.
3: Hey. Did just have souls? You don't know me. You're not God. <sighs> You're not God.
0: I have control of the plane and everything on it. What's I prove it to you? Sir, tell Mr. Cuddy your name douglas gotta meet douglas any children a daughter a family man there's a daughter who loves him and she until your interference had a father then he shoots douglas and he grabs another passenger cutter drops a gun rain says that he loathes incompetence shoots his own hijacker and cutter makes a break for it no one chases after him it's a couple of beats before they go after cutter
2: there's not a lot of real estate on this plane but wesley is able to get around pretty smoothly
0: Marty breaks free of Liz. They both get into the elevator on the plane. I'm sure that holds two people comfortably.
2: I guess I wasn't aware that planes have elevators, but it's more of a dumbwaiter, so it makes sense. Yeah. But I've never seen that before.
3: Yes, because you're out there, like, searching the galley, aren't you? Here we go. I'm just saying, man. I've walked
2: around a plane. I've gone to the bathroom. It was right by the bathrooms.
3: And you thoroughly inspected that there was no dumbwaiter
0: around? I mean, taking up for airplane elevators is an odd hill to decide to battle. Look at this picture. You know what? You're right. This guy does look like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, man. He does, right? Yeah. Fish and Chips McConaughey. He's <laughs> <laughs> always person his lips.
3: Spaghetti lasagna.
0: Spaghetti lasagna. guy's hair over
2: here. this guy's real ginger. <laughs> Great call. <laughs> he was a screen. He's a ginger.
3: We had the same argument about Problem Child, remember? Because you're wrong! Everybody else gets respect. I mean, black people, white people, Mexicans, everyone. Gingers. Why, Why do gingers have to be put down so much like really what's so different in Dallas besides our hair color really
0: what is so freaking different tell me Marty says there's always someone in the galley as Vincent the suspicious guy is down there he tells Marty to get him a screwdriver galley guy says do what Mr. Rain wants and he pulls a knife and then snipes beats the ever-loving shit out of him knife fight
3: full martial arts black belt stuff right here a lot of
0: good balance on a moving airplane too oh yeah
3: core. On a core work
0: good core work yeah core <laughs> <laughs> he's about to kick him through the door says gotta go, gotta go, and he went. <laughs> he went right through the door slides around up the troops giving out orders he is stressed there's a terrorist holding a gun and reading a magazine casually that i called ned helms oh i like that <laughs> i like that i mean what's your name for this guy you said you had one beardless zach harper
3: what <laughs> wow <laughs> dude when they get to the fairgrounds i'm like oh shit this is Zach without a beard. You've never seen me without a beard.
0: I have. All right, Ned Helms is sitting there just casually reading a magazine. He's not watching anybody. While holding the gun up. How enthralling is that magazine?
2: He's lower tier of these henchmen. He's definitely new to the crew.
0: No,
3: I think he's upper tier. Otherwise, why would you let him get away with that? The fact that I don't reveal myself until later in this act, that automatically puts you in like a place of privilege because if everything goes smooth, theoretically you never have to reveal yourself second of all when they get to the fairgrounds it's like him and charles rain and the guy that roy said looked like costanza just because he's losing his hair <laughs> he looks like costanza
0: he does i'm with roy on this one he looks like costanza if costanza was like in better shape thank you cutter wants to override the controls bring the plane down he's going to empty the fuel marty keeps fighting him and bickering with him he says god damn it lisa i don't have time for this
3: oh Did he call Elisa?
0: Yes, he did. Ray's going to kill everybody on this plane. He needs our help. Tell me you're good at this. I'm the best. First, he says he's not just a terrorist. Then he says
2: that man up there is one of the most dangerous terrorists in the world. He's killed two people.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Did we mention the gotta go, gotta go? yep yeah we sure did
0: all right thanks for paying
2: attention yeah you were coughing or dying or looking at michael takina's instagram one of those
0: we get some walk and talk position about
1: charles rain the sophisticated british aristocrat known internationally as the reign of terror it's been linked to several bombings in london and northern ireland but because of his close ties to the middle east he's been untouchable right judging from the fact that he
3: killed his father he was a sick little kid,
2: too. What his old man did to him and his sister oh. didn't exactly qualify for Father of the Year honors.
0: Oh. Don't agree. Yeah. It's a bummer that you don't agree with a line from the no, I didn't hear that part. I didn't hear that part, so. Terrorists are going to have to change the plans because Cutter's on that plane. That's when the pilot informs Rain they're losing ground and they've got to go down. Fuel is emptying out of the plane. Cutter tells Marty it's easier to jump off the plane from the rear, so they're headed to the back of the plane. So I didn't understand
3: he was talking about, like, when they land you thought they were just gonna fucking jump off of. do they have parachutes down there like i was i was confused
0: i doubt that they were gonna jump out you know ten thousand feet
2: this isn't drop zone i mean
0: right yeah that one's gonna come out
2: like four years later G-G-Cinopo.
0: yeah i'll be there for that recording there uh, i'll be there for- does that qualify <laughs> yeah it does what yeah. snipes month baby yeah. snipes month otherwise known as roy bellamy month right here on yeah. cinepho airline wants to fly on a helicopter to the airfield so he can keep the press away from the airline. That is a long
3: helicopter ride. It is. Yo, first of all, from wherever in Florida they are all the way to Louisiana, second of all, this becomes Tom Sizemore's money plane situation where, like, for half the movie, he's just on a helicopter.
2: Yeah, just taking calls. I forgot about him. I'll be honest. (laughs) You forgot about Sizemore? Yeah, when the helicopter finally shows up later, I'm like, oh, yeah he's not there yet
0: it was a long ride Cutter and Marty are standing by the door she asks who Lisa is it was his wife was she was with me when I tried to stop a robbery Then the intercom rings and Cutter answers with plan not working out the way you wanted asshole don't flatter yourself you prevented nothing although it seems I may have underestimated you dumping the fuel was genius at least Mr. Douglas's body won't have far to fall now maybe Vincent could hitch a ride with him on his way down
3: you know Charlie I'm a little surprised at you didn't your father ever teach you never send a boy to do a man's job Ooh. Speaking of boys, our stewardess friend must be feeling particularly unsatisfied.
0: Banter. He just assumed they were fucking? That's a
2: really weird banter line by Rain. there.
3: He was obsessed with them having sex. So first of all, we've got poppy talk. Then you've got the banter coming back. 20th century banter, though, because... He called her a stewardess. I want to point out she didn't get quick to correct him that time. She
2: wasn't on the phone. Yeah, she ain't had the phone on. Right oh, yet. that's true. I'm sure she would
0: have. Because she's that sassy with her ass firmly on.
3: I'm a flight attendant, Mr. Terrorist. Charlie, you ever play roulette? On occasion. Well, let me give you a word of advice always bet on black couple of things here
1: yeah
0: what the fuck did this black jacket come from why is he wearing this jacket cutter yeah cutter he wasn't wearing this thing the entire movie now he's wearing a black jacket
3: no he starts wearing that black bomber jacket then when he's down below he gets that leather jacket out i don't know why and that becomes his signature jacket for the movie. Did he just go through someone's luggage? Yeah, he did.
0: I mean, that's fucked up. He didn't go on the plane with that jacket, though. Wh- wh- what was he doing? He's just stealing things. That's the crime. It literally cuts from
2: one scene, he's in the blue shirt. Next scene, he's in a jacket.
3: Which would make sense because it's cold down there, right?
2: She also puts a jacket on.
3: He got the leather jacket because when they were going to land, they're going to jump out the back of the plane. So he wants the padding yeah like road rash road rash exactly so like motorcycle enthusiasts would wear a leather jacket same thing
2: but where did he get it is the question
3: he pulled it out of a suitcase there's a scene where yeah he's ripping he
2: stole open- this jacket and it fit perfectly and it's fashionable
3: <laughs> what do you want from the guy was it douglas's jacket think. is he supposed to go upstairs and ask permission <laughs> to the guys hey i would gonna grab a jacket he found douglas's suitcase He's just like, well,
0: let's see what this motherfucker got. He doesn't need it anymore.
2: No, man. Well, I'm stunned, guys, because this movie didn't have any other flagrant continuity errors. So it's weird that he just found this
0: jacket. Watch your mouth about this movie file, by the way. (laughs) Put me down right now. The second thing, by the way, the camera's zooming in on the uh, always been on black line. Go to dumpster.
3: Plums. Look, let me say this right now, Roy. It's the zoom. It's the pause. It's the music cresting always bet on black that's how you do signature action movie line
2: yes yeah, it Chevskis. it's a great line and i get why it became his famous line but it doesn't make
0: sense <laughs> there is no reason why that should come after bet you're not fucking that stewardess well enough are you you ever play roulette <laughs> what
2: Segue much?
0: (laughs) Now I just imagine him having that conversation with the mean. Hey, you ever play roulette? Yeah, actually, I've got some roulette skills. I'm I'm up thirty five dollars in a week. Well, let me give you some advice.
3: Been on double zero. (laughs)
0: zero Been on double zero all the time.
3: Chasing that double zero, man. Mm. All
0: right, Sly is uneasy on that helicopter. Can you close the door? It is closed. Forger has ponytail and that turquoise ass earring come down to the galley. So there's a ladder too. Why have they just been down here so long and no one has come down yet? Well, they have to keep the plane in control up there. There's like
2: seven henchmen.
0: Not anymore. There were five. And two were down now. Vincent's down and... Big boom, got shot. Cutter walks up, knocks out Vince again. And then we see Sheriff's at a carnival. They see the giant plane landing. That's the biggest damn Cessna I ever saw.
2: Sheriff sends one deputy to the runway. He's going to the tower. Patrick, do something, huh? And he hands Patrick his ice cream cone. Patrick licks it. Nice. What? Golden dumpster nominee. Would you do that? <laughs> Would you
0: eat someone else's ice cream? A co-worker's ice cream? What the hell is wrong with Patrick? <laughs> Roy, if Chris Cody... Yeah, that's going to be a no. That's a no, Zach. ...handed you a half-eaten ice cream coat. Are you going to lick that thing? There's no way. You don't even have to finish your example. That's a no. <laughs>
3: Did you guys notice that the air traffic controller looks like Dean Smith? <laughs>
0: No, he does not. The airport. It's a mom and pop airport. Uh What does that even mean? A mom and
3: pop airport. That's not a thing.
0: This airport is being run by a mom and pop. Like a (laughs) fucking bed and breakfast. Dean Smith
3: and his wife.
0: It looks nothing like Dean Smith. This is racism. He looks nothing like Dean Smith. Smith. What are you talking about? Younger Dean
3: Smith. Not by the time he got. No. What? He's older than Dean Smith
0: in that movie.
3: You might as well say he looks like Bobby Crimmins or somebody. Right, That I would believe better. No. Bobby Crimmins has like crazy wild eyes like Mike Ryan. (laughs) But Dean Smith has like the same kind of squinty eyes this guy has.
0: Plane is landing. Cutter is preparing Marty for what to do. How do we get out there? Step out. Gravity will do the rest. Ponytail comes up. Marty tries to stop him. He kicks Cutter out the door. He's hanging on the plane as it almost lands. Marty hits the gun with the fire extinguisher. He grabs her. He kicks Cutter in the face. Cutter's on the ground, and she's stuck on the plane as he closes the door. Ramsey tells Sly an idea on how to use Cutter. If it works out, tell the press they had him on the plan as part of the anti-terrorism plan. If it doesn't work out, don't mention Cutter at all. Great plan. Cut to Rain backhanding the shit out of Marty. He had wonderful plans for them. Then the sheriffs roll up and they pull guns on Cutter.
3: Of course. And this is where I said Hollywood got real realistic there. Of course. Security for the airlines. And I'm the governor of Louisiana.
2: Get your ass on the ground.
3: I'm already on the
0: ground, asshole. They arrest him first and then they ask questions later. You know what? That's America. And
2: ignore him telling them that the plane has been hijacked.
0: Sheriff is communicating with rain. He wants a fuel truck in five minutes. So there will be a great many deaths. Look out the window. Sheriff sees him dump a body. Just executed five passengers. I'll execute five more every three minutes until someone is authorized to meet the demands. Sheriff's going to make some calls. He says, I'll be killing more passengers. Let me know when I should stop. He says, all right, fuel is on his way. He says, check and
2: mate. Ah, see, he used his sophisticated aristocracy to manipulate a local hick chief of
0: police. You know what that feels like, though, right? Jeremy Irons on Die Hard Revengeance. Hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. They stole that. That looks nothing like this air traffic controller. Nothing. Show me a picture of that air traffic controller.
3: I fucking dare you. I'm waiting for it to come back on the screen.
0: Here we go with the other picture.
3: This looks nothing like Dean Smith. Absolutely nothing. Y'all don't see it. Like the hair is different, but look at the face.
0: Because you're a racist. I'm not saying that you're a racist. I am.
3: (laughs) Their nose is kind of similar. Thank you, Maze. Two Americas strikes again. (laughs) This is such a confusing Two America. The nostrils are more flared, though.
2: I said kind of similar.
3: I mean, it's not exactly. I didn't say he's a spitting image. His
0: nose is completely different. His (laughs) eyes are completely different. They're both noses. The only thing that's similar is the widow's peak. No. That's the only thing that's similar. They don't have the same chin. Yeah, they sure as hell don't have the same chin. (laughs) Should we call the FBI? Hell no. I just saved hundreds of lives. See, them federal boys can do better than that. Well, hold on here. This chief over here thinks he's in charge of the entire situation. The first thing he does is grab a cup of coffee. What? What is wrong with this guy? Well, yeah, but it's her special coffee. Ah, special coffee. I wondered what that meant. I think that just means there's booze in there, right?
2: Has to be. It's Louisiana. They got moonshine in the coffee, yeah.
0: Ramsey gets info on rain. Killed over 60 people in London to create a distraction. He blows things up to escape. Could blow up the plane and disappear in the flames. He gets rain, fax position on a fax machine. 20th century bitch. Sheriff brings Cutter to the chief. Tried to attack us. If I tried to attack you, I wouldn't be the one bleeding. Cops lying on Cutter, lying on the police report that's america i'm head of security well ain't that a pickle If you don't mind me
2: saying so mr
0: cutter you ain't done too good of a job cutter says he can't trust rain he wouldn't trade hostages for fuel rain calls him again one of his men betrayed him escaped black man very smooth and convincing <sighs> hold him liable for inflicting harm on cutter
2: so he betrayed a terrorist chief yeah which means he's good yeah but he's black you bumfuck town hick piece of shit slap dick sheriff How'd you get Stockholm syndrome? And
0: those yokel cops are so, so gullible. So freaking gullible.
3: To be fair, he's got an accent. This is the most realistic depiction of police ever. This terrorist tells us <laughs> this nigger is, a, is one of them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I believe the terrorist. That was a hard Louisiana on the
0: end of that word there well they did call him boy they called him boy over and over they do call him
3: boy at one point shout out to hollywood realism the sheriff
0: then pulls a gun on cutter yep that was hilarious <laughs> who is still handcuffed and restrained still <laughs> handcuffed. man on the plane says you're one of his
1: yeah well i know motherfuckers who say they saw elvis in a goddamn mall you gonna believe that shit too look he's a murderer
0: put yourself in my place mr cutter what would you do if you were me kill myself oh yeah (laughs) 20th century (laughs) that was 20th century bitch (laughs) when you can just tell someone to kill themselves yep rain tells liz to kill passengers until they give him clearance she lets out some passengers including that fuckhead kid norman rain goes down the galley elevator guy tries to rush off the plane why Uh why did he try to
3: rush off the plane yeah
0: i didn't get that either
2: so they could shoot someone and cause panic ah
3: but you know what That was realistic, too, because that was the same thing where, like, on a plane, you ever have this? where, like, look, we're all getting off. You wait for the row ahead of you to vacate unless the person's clearly not going to go. But you always got this one person who's trying to, like, do what that dude did. And you know what? I, for one, am glad that guy got shot. Let that be a lesson to the rest of you. Don't try to rush off the plane. Yeah. Wait your turn. You don't need to stand up as soon as it lands. If you're in the aisle... Go for it.
0: If you're in the window seat,
3: relax. What are you standing up and crouching for? Yeah, till your ass back.
0: What if you had to cover a hockey game within an hour, like I had to do, going up to Tampa for the Panthers Lightning series?
3: What do you do then? First of all, why are you flying to land within an hour of puck drop? Uh, it's the only tickets I can afford. I
0: mean, you know, I'm, I'm not exactly make the same amount of money you do.
3: No, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Hold on, you're, you're covering a game. That's that's two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Expense it. I'm sure as you not renting a car. Yeah. Expense it. Expense it. This is before our uh, uh, fancy expensing system. So
3: I believe this was before DraftKings.
0: Yeah, this is way before DraftKings. There was no expensing at that time.
3: While these guys are all hemming up Wesley Snipes like he's the main suspect, meanwhile, our trio of terrorists decided to just hop out and just walk in the opposite direction. Because at first I thought we we're going to do the terrorist mix themselves in with the actual hostages. Then I remembered, no, these guys weren't in disguise at any moment. But then I thought like, oh, when you shoot this dude, now everyone's running scared and screaming. You created the diversion because earlier they said he likes to create a diversion and get away. And I'm like, it's perfect. You created diversion. Everyone's going crazy. You just run with all the crazy people. And no one's going to stop you and say, wait, wait, you're the terrorist. But instead they slide down and they walk out in the, the opposite direction like, no one's gonna notice why those three guys walking that way very calmly, might I add.
0: Have you met this chief of police? <laughs> Damn it, chief, it's a trick. Sheriff says to shoot Cutter if he tries to get cute. In the leg, he might be telling the truth. There's a long pause between shoot him in the leg. You won't be culpable. <laughs> That's when the other sheriff says, Shut up, boy. There it is. You ain't said shit I wanna hear. The Cutter beats the shit out of the two sheriffs.
2: <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, one of his hands is free. He's in handcuffs. Next scene, not in handcuffs. Eats the shit out of him. No, because he grabbed the keys. I rewound it. They did not show that. They did not show him undoing the handcuffs. I don't agree with that either. I didn't see any keys.
3: Was he handcuffed? Yes. I thought they just had Wasn't it. he? Madame de Monsieur. Welcome to Cinephobe. I thought they just <laughs> had him hemmed up like a man under each arm or whatever. When he
0: knocks out the second cop who's like at the bottom of the stairs, that dude, ass on. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looked like he was fainting after getting kicked in the face. Cutter around, he cutter kind of walk, kind of walks out of the tarmac and the cops, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He just roundhouses this dude. He's pissed at this point. He has no <laughs> he time for this fucking, shit. Kicks the shit out of this dude. Yeah, he didn't want to be called boy again. That's
1: what
0: happened. <laughs> he grabs a motorcycle. He rides through the airfield. Sheriffs start chasing him as he crashes through a gate. The only reason I would consider. Learning how to ride a motorcycle is so I could crash through a gate with one. That looks like the most fun. I don't think it works
3: like that. I just saw him do it. Zach, this is like a step shy of saying I want a motorcycle because I want to get in a fight with somebody while I'm on a motorcycle. Then use the motorcycle as a weapon as I'm hitting. Yeah. Gemini, man.
0: That was a full buff. (laughs) Chief, the prisoner got away. No shit, Earl. He's headed to the fairground. Want us to head out there? Why? So you can keep whooping your dumb ass? I laughed, and then Rain and them boys see Cutter showing up. He's walking through the fair. He's the only black guy there for a while. The fairground, mm-hmm. so many Confederate flags, so many. Oh, oh, so many Confederate flags
3: that I submit to you. We get another repeat offender.
0: No two, bro.
3: Confederate flags, repeat offender after Wild Wild West and Johnny Be Good. Nah remember the football team <laughs> i admire the attempt for realism but like did we really need it wesley snipes tries to blend in by grabbing popcorn yeah
0: that was his way of blending he pays for
2: it too which is nice of him i guess how did he get his wallet back he just had some loose change in his pockets paying for shit with change 20th century bitch
3: yeah also <laughs> zach harper is trying to break into a car
0: ned helms is stalking him cutter is stalking rain Human stockipede. Beardless Zach Harper stalking west Human stockipede. My next note. Whoa, two other black guys. Hey. Whoa, brother. FBI <laughs> <laughs> talks to the chief, verifies Cutter's identity. Don't worry, we'll catch him. Yeah, well, I hope you have a good early retirement plan. You better not hurt Cutter. If he's hurt, I'll press charges myself. Yeah, that chief is all big and bad, like you know, Mm he was running the show until he mentioned cutters of the FBI. He's like, oh, yep, came over now. Now Henderson's setting them straight. My next note: I love a good fair. Love affair. It's been a while, but I do enjoy them as well. Yeah, nothing better than a good fair.
3: Yeah, fairs are fun, man. Great food. Misogynistic Zach. What? Love affair.
2: Love affair. Love affair. How does it make you misogynistic? Yeah, how is that misogynistic? Isn't it the opposite? It's just a double entendre.
3: Cheat, cheating women... Uh, he loves love. Cheating women like uh, you know disposable kind of things, you know?
2: To the respect... Guys! Women, to
1: people respecting women. Okay!
0: Square dancing in a farm tent. Ned Helms keeps stalking Cutter. He sees Rain again, who's next to a child. Ned Helms shoots at Cutter as a clown walks in front of him. And the clown is dead. Everybody's running now. Cutter runs, jumps up a Ferris
3: wheel. What's his exit strategy there, Beardless, Zach Harbor couldn't work the controls, so he just said, fuck It, I'm gonna start climbing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, Rain
3: told him to get up there.
2: No, he looks no. at the controls and considers that, and he's like, Nah, yes, he's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this is. I'm not a carny.
3: Like, Zach Harbor <laughs> with about 70% of the pod done, like, All right, some shit or something. He
0: just looked at him, just, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ned Helms starts climbing up the Ferris wheel pretty fearlessly, by the way. Like, he's going up there like, like a like a spider monkey.
2: Like Catwoman.
0: Yeah, that was impressive. He's fucking high up there. Cutter kicks him off, and he is
3: dead. <laughs> dead on the ground. Why is he in that position? Why is his butt propped up in that manner? What's going on here? Rigor mortar
0: set in early, I guess.
3: <laughs> ass up, face down, ass up, ass up. Yeah, that's the way we like to fall off a Ferris wheel.
0: Beardless <laughs> Zach Harper. <laughs> <laughs> they're now chasing through a merry-go-round Why? rain shoots the fuck out of a fake horse head
3: well, why would you chase someone through a merry-go-round he eventually jumps off
2: this is all just what can we use at the fair to make shit look cool yeah there's also a great little spin around a pole that wesley does when he gets down oh, yeah. from the Ferris wheel for absolutely no reason,
0: just for flair. I mean, they could have used a fun house, oh, a house full of mirrors or something. Mm. Oh, fun house would have been great. No budget for that, guys. Come on. Not enough budget for fun house. I mean, they have $15 million. Can You Can not get a fun house? You can get a fun house for $15 million. I mean, you don't think you can get a fun house for $15 million? You think those co- things cost more than $15 million? How much was a dunk tank? I mean, you think Duchess
3: Tomasoa was was came cheap, whatever her name is? <laughs> what?
0: Duchess Tomasella.
3: Whatever her name was. <laughs> Mrs. Edwards.
0: <laughs> Duchess. Duchess. I What a <laughs> Duchess
2: Tomasello.
3: That's what I said.
0: Rain jumps off. He starts to reload his gun. And then Cutter jumps off the merry-go-round. Tackles him. The sheriffs and the FBI converge. They tackle Cutter off of him. They arrest Rain.
3: Again, like, they're, they're ready to fuck up Cutter one more time. After it's been established that he's a good guy.
0: They tackled that man off of Rain. <laughs>
3: they leveled him like brian Erlacher came through
0: uh, there bishop sycamore
3: as they very gently arrested rain <laughs> like he was dylan fucking roof i think they took him to burger king afterwards
0: mm-hmm. cutter says there's another one with a tan jacket and navy pants then we see vincent moving towards an ambulance he's a chameleon sly lands in the
2: helicopter
0: this is when i realized that he was still in this movie <laughs> sheriffs come back to the airfield with cutter and rain cutter starts yelling at sly
2: what the hell is wrong with you huh is this is your idea of a surprise you fucking put me on a plane with a goddamn terrorist?
0: <laughs> FBI agent says two agents Rain murdered were friends of his. Thank you for telling me. I do enjoy knowing the people whose lives I've touched. (laughs) Cutter says he'll rip Rain's throat out. Rain says if he's not released, people will be killed. His colleagues have instructions to start killing passengers in 20 minutes. This dude is so locked in on time. He really is a punctual guy. He's a sophisticated aristocrat. Time is of the essence, apparently. Going to prepare to swarm the plane. Best sharpshooters will be there. Cutter will signal who to shoot, take out Rain, and rush the door. Then Cutter wants to tell Rain, make it look like it was his plan, alone. Benson has disguised himself once again cutter goes in to talk to rain mr cutter kind of you to pay me a visit you've been a worthy adversary shame we won't work together again let me tell
3: you something
1: if anybody else gets hurt on that plane it's gonna take a hell of a lot more
3: than a prison cell to keep me from ripping your fucking nuts off i'd come to expect more from you than cheap vulgarities you and i both know i will never see the inside of a prison
1: The notion of good over evil will not allow you to sit idly by and watch the needless death of your fellow citizens. Well, you know, Rain, you got a good point. Maybe I should just kill you right here, then, huh? You wouldn't take advantage of a helpless man, would you? It's
3: never stopped you. That's the American way, isn't it, brother?
0: Incredible movie for brother. <laughs> hey, brother. This is the most brother movie we've had, right? A lot of boys and a lot of brothers. Yeah. You should know. You're used to being taken advantage of. I
1: want him off the plane, Rain. We
0: share the same hunger. We're both killers. I know the breed, Cutter. Rain tells
2: Cutter, trust your instincts. My instincts are to wax your ass all over this floor. Can you feel the tension in the air right now? Those are your emotions acting without the benefit of intellect.
0: Rain says, don't fail the passengers. Their lives are in his hands. And then Mrs. Edwards yells at Forger. Marty calms her down, says remain calm. Gives her a warm towel. Marty's still doing her job constantly. (laughs) I wouldn't be doing shit for those passengers if I was the flight attendant. Rain's headed back to the plane. He's ready to leave their lovely little town. Two agents walk him up the stairs. Cutter is watching, giving instructions to the sharpshooters. Forget opens the door. Cutter says, take him, and that's when the agents get shot instead of Rain. Yes,
3: because it turns out that the sniper scope that we've been seeing this whole time wasn't an agent. It was Vincent all along. But here's my question. Vincent had the scope trained on the back of Rain's head. Who was like fact checking him? Why was he trying to throw anyone off the scent of the scope that only he could see through? That's a great question.
2: Is he just throwing us off? Mm -hmm. It's what we call film misdirection.
3: Film noir.
1: (laughs) Film noir.
3: Flight 163, this is daddy. Poppy talk. Also, the remote or the walkie-talkie, whatever the thing is that Wesley's holding in his hands, very 20th century, bitch. Early 20th oh, it century. Oh, was big as fuck. That shit was humongous.
0: <laughs> that was like some 1917 shit right there. Yeah, that was out of World War One. we got a shootout. Henderson gets shot. Ass on. The
2: blue staircarb. slowly backing away, topples over and explodes.
0: You're going to get some hop-ons. i watch out for those hop-ons. Yeah, I had no idea that was going to explode. That's not good enough to be an explosion. Plane starts taking off. Cutter rolls and kills Vincent. Cutter then jumps in the car and tells the chief to drive to the plane. Cutter tells Sly this should be covered by health insurance. Yeah, under mental illness, banter. Ah. Hold on now. You're skipping
2: over a lot there. There's a lot of banter in that scene.
0: That's the start of that scene. There's banter after that. There's chief talking about the wife's gun. No!
2: You're going to watch me sneak on the plane without a ticket. I knew you were crazier than a June bug the minute I laid eyes on your ass. Look, chief, I thought all you ham hocking country biscuit eating boys knew how to drive. Was that a bunch of bullshit or what? Banter! (laughs) Hold on
3: now,
0: this is too tense of a scene, a situation for these guys to be joking around about shit like uh, health insurance.
3: Like, what's going on here? No, no, Roy. Stop applying your 21st century ma'am ideals to this. It's an action movie. We are going to get banter in the most tense of tensious moments. And it was the three-way banter, which was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I deal with logic Mm -hmm. on a day-to-day basis. Look it up. This is illogical. The programming language? Oh, you know. Chief gives Cutter his wife's gun. Better come back in perfect condition. They pull up to the plane. Cutter gets on the landing gear, rides it as the plane takes off. Rain's following Marty around, who's still doing her job. He licks his fingers. He asks for a drink. What do you want? Anything wet. This is a
2: really weird time to get horny.
0: That's when Liz Hurley storms off. Rolls her eyes. Going back to what you said earlier, Zach, because this is the same no two bro situation. Why is she still stewarding? It's crazy, right? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't why you mixing drinks. I would be in a fucking first-class chair, feet up, <laughs> drinking myself.
1: Then all of a sudden, this guy pulls out a gun. Well, I knew any delay going to cost her her pinky toe, so I got out of the seat and I started walking towards him He says, "Where do you think you're going, Cracker Jack?" I says, "Well, I got a little prize for you, buddy." <laughs> knocked him out cold. How could you do that? Yeah, then everybody is screaming because the driver, he's passed out because of all the commotion. The bus is out of control. (laughs) So I grab him by the
2: collar, I take him out of the seat, I get behind the wheel, now I'm driving the bus. (laughs) You're Batman. Yeah, yeah, I am Batman. Then the mugger, he comes to and he starts choking me. So I'm fighting him off with one hand and I kept driving the bus with the other, you know. Then I managed to open up the door and I kicked him out the door, you know, with my foot, you know,
1: at the next stop. You kept making all the stops? Well, people kept
3: ringing the bell.
0: Did you enjoy yourself in the galley? This is a dude that just wants to watch other people have sex.
2: A voyeur. Tell me, Marty. Did the hero get into your tight little place? And she winces like he's sticking the gun in her
0: pussy. That's what I thought he did. You'll change your mind once we get to know each other. You'll have to kill me first. Oh, Marty. I'm going to kill kill you during. Marty! That's a weird fetish, man. That's a rough category. (laughs) In the galley, Cutter sneaks up on Forget. Starts beating him up with luggage, disarms Forget, who had a putter. Out of all those golf clubs, he pulls out a putter. Forget just throwing a lot of right hooks. That's his only move. Rain wants to know what's taken Forget so long, and Liz hypothesizes that he's having trouble finding the trunk. Cutter comes through the floor of the cockpit. Who are you? Cutter. John Cutter. Chill. I'm the good guy. Tells them to turn around to the airfield they just left. So not only can
2: you get into the cockpit just by walking through the front door, there's also a trap door <laughs> that you can get into from the bottom. The easiest fucking thing you could do. Yeah.
3: Started from the bottom, now he's here.
0: How did a single plane get flown without getting hijacked? Rain feels it turning. Tells Liz to check on the flight crew. Why have you turned this plane around? we were told to turn around. By who? By me. Hold on for a second. When he asked to turn the plane around, the pilot said, Hey, I did it once. <laughs> <laughs> I've landed before. Can you just say yes or no? Like,
3: I also found that to be a weird reaction. I would definitely be a lot more concerned if I were Cutter. <laughs> if the pilot says to me, yeah, I've done it once.
1: Uh, once? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. He gives Liz Hurley the weakest punch in the history of film. It knocks her out. She moans and slowly passes out. Acting Acting her her
2: ass ass on. on. Mm -hmm. Wesley says,
0: what a waste. What is that about? And the other pilot is like like smiling and nodding like, yeah, it is. There's only one left and he's all Cutters. Marty opens the elevator door and it's Forgette dead. Cutter sneaks up on Rain, disarms him as he shoots a window out. Rain and Cutter fighting amongst the seats. Cutter's using the seats like Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon, by the way. He is all over those things. Golden Dumpster, using the seats to fight. It's such a great move. He's choking Cutter with an oxygen mask. Irony! Door pulls off the plane from the pressure. Marty's near it, but not even close to getting sucked out of the plane. That's when we start getting some nut shots from Cutter. Doesn't seem to work. Does Rain have
2: no nuts? Always oh, want a cup. He has steel balls. He's also going to have face surgery with no anesthesia. So clearly he just loves pain.
0: Rain loves pain. He breaks free of rain. They wrestle towards the door. Cutter repeatedly kicks him in the nuts before kicking him in the face. And he flies out of the plane.
2: We see him falling in the sky. Wes and Marty are relieved. And now it doesn't seem too
3: bad that the door's still open.
0: Yeah, doors just not bother. It was just like having a window down in a car.
3: What's your status? Single as of this moment. But I'm working on it. And it gives her a knowing glance. You disable Rain?
2: You damn skippy.
0: All right, cut a boy. We get a little banter. Mrs. Edwards, racist ass, leads an Arsenio Hall fist pump. By the way, before I say something about the whole celebration situation,
3: He quickly forgot about Lisa, didn't he? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Roy, he's been trying to fuck this whole flight. Before terrorists even made themselves apparent, this dude is out here harassing her in the galley. He was hitting the button, the stewardess button, before they took off. Ticket
0: aspirin. I mean, that was not flirting.
2: If he was trying to get his dick wet, he could have just banged the TSA agent.
0: Yeah, but he had to make the flight, though. There's no time. Maybe for you. And time is of the essence. Plane lands. The press rushed the plane on the tarmac. (laughs) Sly sees Cutter with Marty. Cutter says he's taking a vacation and wants a raise. Done! Yeah, the Arsenio woos, the, the, the woop, woop, woop for everybody in the plane? Yeah. Phobe. Uh. Phobe. <laughs> phobe.
3: Phobe. Motherfucking phobe.
2: Can't wait for that granny to tell her grandchildren that Arsenio Hall
0: stopped terrorists on her flight to Van Nuys.
3: And then was too modest <laughs> to mention it on his show.
0: Ready to get out of here? Where do you want to go? Any place but here? Sly wants John to deal with the reporters. This isn't his bag. Liz Hurley, only one who got arrested there because everybody else is dead. She's also got a fat lip. Cutter and this flight attendant is just leaving an active crime scene. Just like, they're gone. Bye. See you later. Uh-huh. Just walking away. Just walk away. Slide takes credit for the anti-terrorism
3: effort on the plane. He calls it an extraordinary success, their counter-terrorism program. I said, how many people died today? What are you talking about? A lot of people died, yeah. Somebody was kicked out of a plane. You let all these people get on a flight? With guns. I don't know, man. This is maybe this might be a pre 9 11 thing.
0: Did they stop the terrorists? I mean, but at what cost? At what cost? <laughs> Cutter and Marty will walk five <laughs> miles to town instead of getting a ride with the chief. You didn't happen to see my wife's gun, did you? Roll credits. Fireworks. The fireworks at the end was a bit much. Well, it's a fair. Yeah, you got to have fireworks at a fair.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, I guess so. I have fireworks yeah. at a love affair.
2: Daytime fair or nighttime fair? What do you prefer, Zach?
0: Ooh, you know what? Maybe a little bit of a on the fence situation here, but I like a daytime fair that turns into a nighttime fair. Wow, an all day affair. Yeah, I like an evening fair. Love affair.
2: Trivia Wesley Snipes' character is mistaken for Arsenio Hall in an episode of Martial Law. Arsenio's character is mistaken for Wesley, and the woman who does so says, I loved you in Passenger 57.
3: Ah. <laughs> oh. Originally, this was supposed to be Clint Eastwood fighting Iranian terrorists. Of course. But the head of Warner Brothers said, quote, they'll blow up a bunch of theaters if we do that. God damn. But somehow they got over that pretty quick and they made executive decision. They made 1517 to Paris. They made shit in at other movies where Middle Eastern people are generic terrorists.
2: And true lies for Fox, by the way. The writer Stuart Raffel said he did a couple of rewrites for them for Warner Brothers, who owned it. And then I got another picture and came back and then it became a black movie. Wow. Yeah. I mean, geez. <laughs> he also said he couldn't think of a title of the film but noticed a bottle of ketchup and was inspired by the Heinz 57 mark to call the film Passenger 57. Hence that review that said if you hit the 57, the movie comes out.
3: Ah. Mm-hmm. After Clint Eastwood, they tried to pitch it to Sylvester Stallone, but he turned it down to do Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. File.
2: Yeah, that was an interesting decision. However, just for fun, the scriptwriter named one of the major characters, Sly Stallone Month. Collision course Oh shit Before that Brian Bosworth Was offered the lead role But had to turn it down Due to surgery For his career Ending football injury What?
3: When it was rewritten black Other leads That were considered Were Eddie Murphy And Denzel Washington
0: Not as good I think this excels with Wes. I don't know. I think it's pretty interesting uh, thinking about a Beverly Hills cop in the uh, in the sky situation.
1: <laughs> It'd be
0: good, but we're not getting the martial arts, right? We're not getting got to go, got to go, and then front kick. Also, big movie for front kicks. Yeah. How are you going to put a banana in the airplane
3: turbine? Speaking of that, speaking of Wesley and doing front kicks and back kicks, big part of why Pastor 57 helped establish Wesley Snipes as an action star was the actor's willingness to throw himself into the action. He did most of his own stunts, including the motorcycle riding. It's also at the insistence of Snipes and co-star Bruce Payne, that the actors performed the final fight themselves with no doubles, which the studio was nervous about. Hmm. about that?
2: Partially filmed in central Florida, Wesley Snipes spoke at his former Orlando high school, offering paid roles as extras to students with high GPAs. The students that met this requirement were placed on a list and randomly selected from that list and can be seen portraying attendees in a carnival scene as John Cutter searches the crowd in pursuit of the
3: terrorists. That's nice. I like that. The funny thing about this movie and Wesley Snipes is this was the movie that introduced him as an action star. Up until this point, he wasn't known for action. Wesley Snipes really is like the the unicorn in that he's a classically trained actor. He went to a school of performing arts, but also has a black belt in several martial arts. And so you got this ridiculous athlete who was also an incredible actor, but it took Passenger 57 for people to see him in that role. And after that, the floodgates obviously opened on action roles forum
2: the original draft of the screenplay set the action at night it was changed to a daylight story setting to save money
3: the original pick to play sly michael madsen
2: michael madsen and tom sizemore same guy
3: (laughs) yeah yes
2: they could easily (laughs) flip-flop in any part and they'd be great
0: i don't know is michael madsen have a problem with his dick being too big that it hurts
2: yeah you can't fake that you 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 know what you cannot fake that i'll tell you Marcus Trower of Empire Magazine stated that Bruce Payne was a brilliantly disconcerting madman. With his flowing, blonde, Jesus-locks, armor-piercing stare and casual sadism, he makes Hannibal Lecter look like a social worker.
0: I haven't seen him in a movie before. I haven't seen him in a movie since. So You guys are out of your mind not thinking that he was great in this movie. No.
3: That's who I kept thinking of. Is he trying to talk like Hannibal Lecter? Like I'm a sociopath. Like, like that? You-
0: I'd like you to do your limited fake Hannibal Lecter next time you're on Levitard. <laughs> At
3: <ease>. Watch. <laughs> the last note I have here is that uh, Wesley, when he gets to the fair, he runs past an 85 Civic with the license plate out of time. That's a reference to Back to the Future.
2: Marty! Marty! After a streak of hits with Warner Brothers at the start of his career, Passenger 57 was one of two 1992 releases that were offered to Steven Seagal by the studio. Of course. You can only do one since both films were being shot simultaneously, and he chose Under Siege instead.
0: Ooh. Good decision.
2: Good decision. Under Siege is a banger. Passenger 57 was scheduled to air on a Starz Entertainment Group channel the night of 9-11, What with the themes of terrorism on an airplane, the broadcast was obviously canceled the wording what with the themes of terrorism really amused me about that one
3: I think what's amusing is that we're gonna drop this episode the week of the 20th anniversary of 9-11 so. fuck yeah we are that's tough good job Zach what do you mean good job Zach great selection there Zach yeah Yeah. great job Zach yeah thanks Zach you're a real soul man <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's coming out four days before 9-11 also I want to make sure we never forget plenty of time to
2: wind down and
1: forget about it breathe through nose out the mouth that's As called- on Ass off.
3: Teddy Rex, moosey Teddy Rex. Teddy Rex, moosey Teddy Rex.
0: Ass on. Fuck it. Ass off. Ass on. Fuck it. Ass off.
2: Ass on. I have Bruce Payne as Charles Rain, but clearly get out of
3: here. Not a chance.
2: We're in America divided on Bruce Payne's talent. Yes. Right.
3: Now, Mitch McConnell doesn't want that. Mitch McConnell wants. Uh, <laughs> uh, Why is Alvin Gentry talking
0: about.
2: <laughs> <to>
3: folks, <laughs> so, folks across the aisle, uh, they think uh, that uh, Charles Rain was a good actor, that he portrayed the role uh, in a way that was convincing. Uh, now, I was telling uh, Michelle, Sasha Malia, no chance. He's acting his ass on.
2: But I had Elena Ayala as Lisa Cutter. In the flashback murder scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's hard
0: to be the worst actor in a movie where you have one scene.
2: And say nothing.
0: And say nothing. Have no lines. All you have to do is die.
2: Why did they cast her? Great question. And in Ass Off, I have the same scene. I have Henry J. McGauley as the store holdup man, which is how he's listed in the credits. Oh, no. He was acting his ass off. Bah. That's what I'm saying.
3: Is he unanimous? Do you have a unanimous one for Stick Up Man? That's my ass off. As soon
0: as he was doing it, this is the guy. It's a sweep. Elena Ayala has only been in two things. Passenger 57 and an episode of Hotel Erotica.
3: How many things have been inside Elena Ayala? What was that name again? <laughs> well, <laughs> he had to take
2: whatever was in his mouth out of it to finish that sentence. <laughs> Hold on. Barack Obama, why do you follow Michael Dequino on Twitter?
1: <laughs> Are you good at keeping secrets? Absolutely. Because I've got a, a present for you. Secret present outside by the dumpster. Is it a baseball mitt? Fit you like. like a baseball mitt, like a glove,
2: <laughs> I hope. Golden dumpster nominees. We've got the Arsenio-loving granny, especially with the callback at the end. The iconic line, always bet on black. Patrick, the useless deputy, licking the sheriff's ice cream cone. Speaking of the sheriff, this miserable pig dick of a police chief, Biggs. Everybody calling Wesley Snipes brother. Poor boy. When Rain sticks a gun into Marty's pussy Whoa. and using the seats to fight. <laughs> I'm going to push back on that. I don't think that happened. I... Watch the scene again, Zach. Tell me what he's doing if he's not doing that. I'm going to because I own it for $8. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Roy, you're our guest. What is your golden dumpster?
0: It's definitely the entire sequence of the always been on black. So mm, God, that's going to be a line. The line, the zooming in of the camera, the music. The suspenseful pause, it was done to perfection.
3: I mean, I'm going to go off the board when Vincent gets shot. He's on, like, these stairs going upwards. He falls down the stairs. It takes, like, 10 minutes. Like, he just keeps tumbling and tumbling and tumbling. But it's only, like, six stairs, which is the weird thing. Yeah, he's
0: very carefully going down those stairs while he's getting shot.
3: Actually, I take that back. I take that back. I'm going with beardless Zach Harper landing.
0: That's what I knew he was going <laughs> to his- Dying with his ass up. <laughs> ass on, ass off, ass up. <laughs> I'm gonna go for my golden dust. I'm with Roy. The entire moment of Always Bet on Black. That is the moment of this movie. Iconic.
2: They built this movie around it. I'm going to take everybody calling Wesley Snipes brother. Damn, brother. You're my brother, Wesley. <laughs> oh, man. Zach, you picked it, motherfucker. File. Oh! Who's next? <laughs> Roy, you're our guest, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What?
0: whoa, Roy. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it's a terrible movie. Boom, I am floored by this. Upset. I went
2: back and forth on this movie. How because of the continuity errors, because of how bad the villain was. I did not enjoy his performance, I did not think he was compelling. The set pieces that everybody raved about in the positive reviews were basically him climbing a Ferris wheel for no reason. Great scene. And a lot of fights on the lower deck in the galley of a plane. But Wesley Snipes was great. Thought it was a compelling action movie. I would watch it again. It's a file. I
3: mean. Oh, man, this is the sweet spot of action movies, man. Like ridiculous stunts and catchphrases and saxophones in the background. This is a no brainer file for me.
0: The smooth jazz was pretty good. It's fantastic. That song was written by Stevie Wonder, by the way. Was it? Yep. Wasn't it? Send in the credits. Logan well, Cinephobe. Make sure you're sending your ass on, ass off, your golden dumpster, your phobophile to us on Twitter. Make sure you're in the Discord by going to patreon.com slash count the dinks. Make sure you're checking out the Levitard Show with Stu Gatz and all of the podcasts on the Levitard and Friends Network, Mystery Crate, the Brockmeyer pod, Stupidity. The main show, all of those, all of those. I think those are the only shows on the Levitard and Friends network that you need to check out. Make sure you're following Roy. Make sure you're interacting with Roy. Make sure you're not being a douchebag on Twitter. Roy, Roy's going to talk about your mama.
1: Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade.
2: All right, guys i'm up next in snipes month to close out the picks before we get to the poll and i have been thinking hard about this i'm not
0: wait 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 wait, wait, wait Mace. what's up this is episode 100 coming up right is it isn't it mesdames et monsieur welcome to centiphobe is it really 100 it's episode 100
1: 100 years morty 100 years rick and morty.com <laughs>
0: the 100th movie we've done we could just like keep snipes month going but i'm not here for that it's got to be special for 100 so no offense to wesley snipes racist it's not racism it is racism no it's racist it's snipes month and speciesist no we're not doing species but I'm still pissed off that you guys have knocked down picks of mine that I wanted to do. That qualified, by the way, that the people, the listeners have said like, yo, why didn't you do that one? It qualifies. It counts. That qualified. Get out of here.
3: All the ones you always pick, Zach, we look it up and it says that's 41% because someone in the last three weeks has given a positive review. For no, them. that's not true. Yeah, that's true.
0: No, I tried to do one for superhero month and I've had experts weigh in and say, I got wronged here. I tried to do something that was going to bring great joy to us and I'm pissed off in the fact that look I don't know much about these superheroes I don't know much about these comic book stuff but some of our nerd listeners do and they were with me they ride with me on this they said that I was in the right and you guys were in the wrong I trusted you guys and I'm pissed off that I got overridden so we're doing a special 100th episode that's what we're doing it's not going to be Wesley Snipes we're putting that on hold till next week till 101 we're doing Howard the Duck 1986, Leah Thompson tries to fuck a duck.